in five, four, three, two, one. Obi Trice, real name, no gimmicks. Who are you? He had a voice that could make a Wolverine purr. That's what I'm talking about, man. Wait a minute, I know you. Check out the name tag. You're in my world now, Grandma. I know that, dude. He's a modern-day Yoda. I'm your huckleberry. Allow myself to introduce myself. Greetings and salutations. We came, we saw, we kicked it down. You're excited. <laughs> Feel these nipples. That boy's good. Mm-hmm. Good and terrible. Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! This is the Mike Rutherford Show on the Big X. Sportos, motorheads, geek bloods, wasteoids, dweebies, they all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. Alright. 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 Alright, alright, alright. Welcome everybody, it is Monday, July 3rd. This is the Mike Rutherford Show coming to you once again from the University of Louisville College of Business Studios, the remote studios in Jeffersonville, Indiana. We're here today uh, celebrating 4th of July Eve, but visit business.louisville.edu if for the next year you'd like to get your MBA and do so in less than 12 months. UofL College of Business can make that happen for you. Business.louisville.edu. We're on the air today from 3 until 6 here on 1450 AM, 96.1 FM, streaming wherever you can stream radio shows. You know us better. As the big X, it's Mike Rutherford with Trevor Kelsey. Fourth of July Eve, getting ready. We're off tomorrow, but we're here working. Hardest working show in all of sports radio. That's what people have been saying for the last two years. And we're here again today. While most people are already off or have been off the entire day, we're here talking sports and nonsense for three hours. That's what we're giving you uh, right up until we'll hand the baton uh, to the Louisville Bats who are in action today. Uh, Reds are in action at 6.05, too, so that'll be on right after we get off the air. But uh, all sorts of good stuff happening. Hopefully it was a fantastic weekend. Hopefully you had a fantastic semi or full-on holiday weekend. Trevor Kelsey, uh, we did pull into the parking lot here, and two cops pulled in right after you. We should say that. I was a little bit nervous. I was like, they finally got him. They finally tracked him down. This is the day it's happening. The Jeffersonville cops pulled in right behind us in the little lot we have in front of the Big Egg Studios, but they just wanted to chat to each other, just kind of pulled in. But like for a second there, I was like, oh, they got Trevor. Because they came in right after you. I was like, oh, boy. Yeah, they turn around up there sometimes. The first thing I thought was, all right, who, who beat up whose spouse in this neighborhood? <laughs> like, who, I mean, and sadly, I can't. I don't want to say, like, what, what woman, because it could, really could go either way, to be honest with you, in this neighbor, in this, on this street. I'm just going to throw a spouse out there. There's, there's no gender. Somebody's getting whooped. I can't. There's no guarantee on which gender it is. That's <laughs> <laughs> not my first thought, but okay. Uh, we want to hear from and you today. Dude's wife down the street. Well, she might whoop you. <laughs> she definitely would. We want to hear from you today on the Thornton's text line. Hit us up. It's a holiday. We'll get loose. 502-414-1450 is the Thornton's text line. Download that Refreshing Rewards app. It's going to save you money all 4th of July weekend and every weekend whenever you need to save some money at the pump or need to save some money inside when you're picking up a tasty Thornton's treats. Download, go to your app's uh, store on your phone. Search Thornton's. Search Refreshing Rewards app. Whichever one of those, either one will do the trick. Download that bad boy, and then you're good to go. And then hit us up on the text line at 502-414-1450. TK, uh, solid weekend. Yeah, Weather was a little, uh, little, little iffy around these parts, and let you get out and do your typical, you know, 
four mile morning runs and then your afternoon swims. But uh, how was the weekend? Uh, weekend was pr- pretty, uh, pretty, pretty bare. Uh, didn't do much on Saturday. Pretty much just kind of played on the video game system. Oh, you get the PS Five now. You're, so yeah, you're locked but, in for like at least a couple months. Yeah, and then uh, Sunday I pretty much spent all day watching the uh, America's Game Marathon on uh, you on uh, NFL Network. What was that? Uh, America's Game. It's an hour. It's a little. It's like an hour long documentary on uh, each Super Bowl winner, and they basically started it from Super Bowl one, and it's just going nonstop until they get to last year's Super Bowl. Okay. To give you a hint, the Eagles Super Bowl that they won is actually tomorrow at three o'clock. So it's running like all day yesterday, all through the, all through the night. When I finally passed out around five, it was, I was on nineteen eighty. Well, that's good. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know where they're at right now. I can I can check for you later though if you like. I'd, I'd appreciate that. Yeah, they're they're not bad though. So I mean, I know you don't know what it's like, you know, have a Super Bowl winning team, but I, I don't know what it's like to have a playoff winning. Team. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> The Andy Reid uh, meme was a little was a little mean. I thought like, you sent me that. I was like, okay. yeah, I'm sure you'd seen it other places. I had not. I, I've seen stuff like that all the time. But yeah, that one was. Yeah, Andy Reid has seen more presents shot at than Lions playoff wins in his <laughs> lifetime, which was which took me a minute to think about it. I like was like, wait a second. I, I, I was thinking like during his coaching career, and I'm like, yeah, no one shot Trump. I mean, a lot of talk about it. No one shot Obama. A lot of talk about it, but like, no, didn't I realized it was the uh, in his lifetime. Which, what also just yeah, which also baffles me that we had can we get up with the fact that we had two presidents almost shot it and assassinated within six years? It's, it's insane. Yeah, and and one of them's not even in jail anymore. What's that? <laughs> What's that? Who's that? The Hinkle that shot. Uh, oh, that's right. Reagan. He got out a couple years ago. Yeah, he's friends of the Bush family. Yeah, that helps. So, so he, so yes, yeah, you can assassinate the president and be out of prison within twenty years or attempt to assassinate at least. Well, if you kill him though, you're. You're going away. Dude, you're, actually, you're just dying. I was gonna say you'd like gonna to kill you. You'd like to think so, right? <laughs> I mean, Squeaky Prom's still in prison. <laughs> I thought she got out too. Did she get out, man? I know one of the the, the Manson girls got out recently. I, I want to say two of them had gotten. I want to say Squeaky Prom got out recently. The ones that were involved in the actual murder, none of one of them died in prison. The other one's still in prison. I know one of the yeah, I, the, the one who did the most, <laughs> the most stabbing. Yeah. Uh, I, I believe she is. She's never going to happen. Yeah, Squeaky Farm was released from prison in 2009. I mean, I know Ford wasn't a very likable president, but man. So she was in there for what? She shot him in 76? Or she attempted to shoot him in 76? I mean, I don't, at least she, I don't think she actually killed anybody. I mean, Hinkle killed, I mean, he killed uh, the dude that they named the law, the Brady Law after. Right, that's, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, he actually killed somebody and yeah. he, he got out. Yeah, Squeaky's been out for a while. Wow, okay. That's. <laughs> I'm sorry, am I the only one that finds it weird that if you sa- try to assassinate the president, you should get out of prison? Didn't she just point a gun at him, though? It wasn't an actual shot? I thought she shot. fired. She, that, yeah, I could be wrong. I thought she just pointed a gun at him. but Because right before Forrest finds out his mom is sick and he jumps in the water to swim to her, they, 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 the, the sound of shots fire when they bring up the news story. Oh, I, I knew that video. <laughs> <laughs> For the record, that's not actually how I knew about the assassination. Was it was, well, I guess it was a little bit, but I, I don't know about it other than that. Well, she, yeah, who, who knows? Anyways, <laughs> I don't know how we got there, but that's okay. That's the type of show it's going to be, 4th of July Eve. Yeah, I'm uh, <clears throat> We had a packed weekend uh, at the Rutherford House. Mary went to the Taylor Swift concert on Friday. I heard. She had fun. She Her got home, home, by the way. She got home at about, I want to say like one fifteen, one thirty. It's not bad, actually. No, it wasn't terrible. Um, her, her life has been irrevocably changed. She's 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 a new person, new woman forever. Did she get her secret song slash uh, deep cut? She wasn't a fan of the secret songs. Oh. She she liked them, but there was more like the it was from like the evermore folklore, like the slower ones that she 
um, she's not as big a fan of. So she she wasn't she liked some of them, but she was like, eh, it was not my favorite. And she, I think th- that was the general consensus from the Friday. Now Saturday she played Ivy, which is one of my favorite songs. Uh, and the I guess the guy who helped write that song is from Cincinnati, so she brought him on stage. Um, so that was a cool thing. But yeah, they, they pushed the concert up on Saturday because the weather. But I did. Yeah. Have you seen the, the the semi-viral clip from Friday? So the Reds game is is nuts on Friday. Yeah, they went extra innings. Or... They, they went an extra. Yeah, they, they you know they they blow it in the ninth. Yeah, we were. I was listening to. We were t- uh, Nick and them were bringing it up on the uh, during the broadcast of the Bats game. It was nuts. Yeah, they they blow it in the ninth. Then they they're down to their last out in the tenth. Down to one guy on for Matt McClain. He hits a two out home run to tie it again. Padres score again in the eleventh. Reds look like they're going to win in the bottom of the eleventh. There's a, a, you know, what's his name? Ellie De La Cruz gets thrown out at home, but the, the catcher's blocking the plate. They have a lengthy review. They don't overturn the call, and you're like, eh, it's going to go 12 now. And then, bam, Spencer Steer, two-run bomb. So there's the video of, I guess, Taylor Swift is playing the, she's doing like the like the folklore-era songs or the Evermore-era songs where she, it's really slow, and she's playing on the piano, and it's really deep-hearted. And then right next door at Great American Ballpark, the Reds just win. So it's like, boom, 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 boom from the fireworks. <laughs> and it's I was wondering if she was going to wait, kind of wait on it because they – they, uh, you know, listen, you know, listen to the bats game, and, and Nick probably like she she goes on stage around eight or so, I guess. She does. She went on seven and, on Saturday because it was the the the, yeah. the weather. But I didn't know if she'd maybe even push back a little bit because of the Reds game going a little late. She may have tried, but because the extra innings may have sent it. But it was the that video is just very it's so I funny. She's like it's like all like the crowd just like kind of swaying and it's very soft and it's just like boom 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 boom. Like I was like get them Reds. <laughs> So that was awesome. Better if she was doing like Bad Blood or something, a beat song, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would have been better, but it wouldn't have been less funny. (laughs) Would have been. That's true. Yeah, we look for humor more than inconvenience. So that was the thing. I posted the screenshot. I went over to my parents after picking up the kids uh, on Friday, and poor. I've been on Twitter all day. Poor. uh, Oh, it's been possible to go on Twitter for the last couple days. I mean, I was gonna say on Twitter like all weekend. Yeah. Why was it? Why was it put her down? You didn't see any of the the huge controversy or whatever. No, no. Basically, like Elon broke the site and then made up something about like we're limiting tweets you can view until they could get it fixed, and then they got it fixed. But like you couldn't use Twitter at all on, on Saturday. I know my buddy was very okay. That's because he was mad. He texted me on Saturday. He was so excited. He's like, "You know, today is today's the beginning of the uh, Independence Day Twitter account. The countdown to July fourth. Yeah, if you, you know what account I'm talking about? No, it, I it, like it, like basically follows the theme of the movie on Twitter. Oh, okay. And like all the way up until because it's three days in the movie up to July fourth, and uh, and he texts me. He's like, "They're limiting the tweets." He must have killed my account. It was so <laughs> annoying. But anyway, so like, um, we, I go over to my parents real quickly after picking up my kids because our babysitter lives right next to my parents. And I'm watching the Reds game with my dad. And poor John. Like, John is just you – know, he's at that age. He's, he's everywhere, but he's, he's very clumsy, and it just doesn't stop him from doing anything. So he's, he's literally just standing up and just falls over, drills – and my parents have all this old, very wooden furniture. It's the least conducive house for, for kids. Like, everything, you know, we have cushy couches. Like the kids are just running into couches, hurling themselves on stuff. So they try to do the same thing at my parents, and, and like they just drill wood every, every single time. So John falls into, a, falls into a rocking chair, hurts his wrist. I'm like, oh, he's, he's screaming as I'm watching the Reds game. I put him down after he stops crying. Legitimately five seconds later, he's sprinting to my dad, falls, drills his face on the side of, like, the, the main wood table they have there. So I'm texting Mary, and Mary's like, how's it going, everything? I'm like, 
Like the the Reds won an eleven, all caps, all caps. <laughs> but I was like, also John just drilled his head on the table, but he's okay. So I put that out there, and then Mary was like, she's like, this concert is she's still going. It's unbelievable. I was like, yeah, they almost lost a couple of times, but then they they hit a two run home run in the tenth. I'm just explaining the Reds game to her, and she just does not care at all. Well, but no, she had, she does. <laughs> I, I, was, I was mostly joking, but she had a she had a fantastic time. The traffic, yeah, they did the right thing. They parked on the other side of the bridge, walked across the rolling bridge, the blue bridge, and. So they were in Newport. So they like missed all the traffic coming out, which was awesome, and they were able to get home in, in relatively fast time. But she, I mean, the concert is it's Taylor Swift plays for three and a half hours, which is outrageous. And it, I would have kind of expect that because between what she's probably charging and, I mean, three and a half hours though. Like most, even the biggest acts are going to do two hours. And Mary was like, she's like, don't get me wrong. She's like, I loved it. It was great. I was so happy. But like, it did feel like like she's like there was a point where I was like, this has been. It's been a long time of consecutive music. I could, it could maybe be like thirty minutes shorter if she really wanted to. Like I know she's killing herself for us, but may, it was like she's like it was it was a lot. It was a little bit long, but besides that, I think it was just it, it was awesome. She she had a great time. Well, the last concert I went to Guns N' Roses, they played for over three hours. Did they? Which really kind of made me upset, uh, sad also because like halfway through the concert, I was kind of like with Mary. I like I, I was sitting down. Yeah, it's like a lot. I'm, and I'm sitting there watching like this is bad. Axel's got like twenty years and like thirty thousand drugs on me. And he's still running around there with no, unless he's on the coke now. But I mean, like he's still running around, you know, with with all this energy. And I'm, I'm half his age and, and half the, the damage and, and the wear and tear on my body that he's done. And I'm worn out. You know, what's so funny is so I just I, I just Twitter searched Guns N' Roses and like there's a whole review of them proving their worth that they're still they still got it. They played a three hour concert in London over the weekend. Now they don't have an opening act though, so as soon as they come out, like, you kind of expect like. And with when they're just and with their their you know their their song list, you you would probably like to expect to get three hours out of them. I, I don't remember. Yeah, you're right. Most concerts I believe go about two, two and a half at it's the most. Usually two. It's usually less than two for the main act. Well, but. yeah, it depends on how much they have on their 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 resume. Yeah, I mean she, but she like her thing is it's unreal. Like when you do see the videos, it's it's wild just how big of a deal this has become. Because Mary saw her five years ago, and she was like, you know, don't get me wrong, she was a big deal then, but the like the amount that her fan base has grown and the amount that her star has grown over the last five years is just outrageous. I mean, the, all the clamoring for these tickets. I mean, she's made, I, I think, the from just ticket sales alone, in one night she makes, like, it's something outrageous, like $500 million or something. Just Probably have to. You don't make you don't make record sales anymore, do you? Well, sure. You, I mean, yeah, she does. I mean, you, you have record deals. That you know, I mean, yeah, but, I mean, they don't, like, you don't, I mean, people don't buy records. They just download stuff for everything for free now. Which is why you get contracts from your recording labels. I mean, she, I, I'm sure she's doing fine. She could not tour and be, be very comfortable, I think. Uh, but she's, I mean, the, the amount of money that she's making from this thing and the amount of money that these tickets are going for is just unbelievable. Uh, but that was cool. Saturday we celebrated my, it's my dad and my grandma's birthday. It was actually yesterday, but we celebrated my grandma's on Saturday which was fun. My aunt from who lives in Florida, she comes in town like usually once a year, and it's typically for my grandma's birthday. So she was in town. Uh, we all went over to my parents' house, and and that was a fun time. We had four Virginias under one roof, if you count my wife. So all, all the Virginias running around, and then my sister Katie just didn't get the Virginia name, and my aunt Betsy didn't get it either. But do, do you ever like teaser shouldn't worthy of Virginia? No, I think mom did it because, and we figured out like why. I'd tease her. Mom didn't like growing up and it being a thing where it was like people would call the house and say, "Is Virginia there?" And they'd be like, "Big Virginia or Little Virginia?" Mom was like, "I know." She's like, "I never want to be Big Virginia." I don't. She's like, "I don't like that name." 
And we do Better run into it. Little or big V. <laughs> we do run into it now where my dad will be like, you know, Virginia talking to my mom and like my daughter and my grandma will look and be like, what? <laughs> you know, so, so she just, she just wanted to avoid the confusion. The same reason why I didn't want, you know, Mary wanted to name our son John Michael because I'm, I'm John Michael. And I was like, I don't, it's just it's too much confusion. Just make it a little bit different. Yeah, but I mean, you don't have to use a full name. I mean, his name is John. So it's like, same as the, I know, but as far as like legal stuff, but when it comes oh, to yeah. people will call for John on the phone, people will send you mail that's directed to John Michael. And it's just, it, it's all, it gets confusing. So that's, that's why I'm, why you dropped the John altogether. Yeah, that, that's why mom went with Katie for, for her daughter. But we, we picked it back up. We just skipped a, a decade, skipped, skipped a generation. So that was fun on on Saturday. And then yesterday, I was feeling just kind of still run down from all the. I, don't, I guess it's the air stuff from last week, but I just could not get over it. So back to the kids to the pool for a little bit, and, and I just kind of laid around, and rested a, a little bit, getting ready for. It. And we got Fourth of July stuff now coming up this week. It never stops, but it was a fun weekend. We had a good time. The kids seemed to be uh, in good spirits. And happy uh, birthday to my dad and my grandma. Happy birthday, Glenn. Um, how and, and Grandma Rutherford, Virginia, big ninety-two, v, the big V. Um, the OGV. The OGV. <laughs> sounds so dirty saying that. Um, oh, uh, did you get so? Did you get fireworks fired off in your neighborhood this weekend? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, did you? I, I mine at least waited till Sunday last night. I heard him when I was putting. Just because the rain, the storm Saturday, which by the way was knocking on wood. My power did not go oh, out. No, of, yeah, I felt bad for you. Yeah, you, you, you know how it is. Once it's PTSD of of of. of, of like lost electricity as the next storm comes after it comes back on. It's an epidemic. It is. I so when I was putting Virginia to sleep on Friday night, I heard them start to fire off for the first time, and I was like, "Here we go." <laughs> and then, of course, like Saturday night, I think you know, we hear we're close enough to Big Springs Country Club. We always hear when they have their big. So I guess they had their big fireworks, their big Fourth of July thing Saturday night because we heard that a bunch. And then last night, I heard some. I'm sure we'll hear some tonight. I'm sure we'll hear some tomorrow. I'm sure we'll hear some three weeks from now. It's a. It's definitely yeah. We I heard them all weekend long, but none close enough that they were. Like insanely loud enough to, to wake up the kids, or and thankfully Penny does not get scared by the fire. Oh, which Arya is good. does. Arya I know was, a lot of dogs do. She was, I mean, and she gets, she tries to claw, crawl like underneath my legs. I feel so bad for her. I like moved to the couch so she could get up on my lap, which is not the easiest thing when she weighs like seventy pounds. I mean, she's not exactly the best lap dog. She's not as big as Khaleesi you've seen, but she's she's pretty good size still. And the, she didn't like the storm. The, the 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 thunder went off on Saturday night. I thought it was fireworks. Yeah, yeah. There was one point it blew up so loud. I was like, I thought that was somebody shooting off some EP Tom Sawyer or something. I guess we'll get him tonight, right? Oh, yeah, we'll get him tonight. And we'll get him tomorrow. And you'll definitely get him tomorrow. And then Wednesday and Thursday and Friday. That's what probably. I'm saying, yeah. yeah. They're not going to stop anytime soon. Uh, you may get a little <laughs> bit of a reprieve like on Thursday night. But tonight you'll get him because people are off work tomorrow and off school tomorrow. And they'll celebrate. And then tomorrow you'll get him because it's the actual 4th mm-hmm. of July and people are celebrating. And then... People will have leftovers, and it will, yeah, it will, it will just keep going. But that's that's fine, uh, as long as you know you're you're as long as it's early enough. Like ten o'clock, sure. Like when it gets dark, sure. But like when it's going off at like two a.m., I'm like, you know, what, what are we really doing? Here? Yeah, because my little chihuahua barks when she hears them sometimes. Yeah, try, and she barks, and Arya barks, and Khaleesi barks, and then when Khaleesi barks, everybody in the neighborhood hears it. She's very loud. She got a lot of bass in her voice. Let me ask you this: So, so growing up, we, we've we've distra- discussed on the show a number of times. You're Disdain for all holidays besides Thanksgiving, pretty much. <laughs> I would say it's disdain as much as it's you hate. You hate. You hate Fourth of July. You hate America. You hate Christmas. You hate religion. You hate. You hate everything besides eating and football. Well, I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> A lot of people. I mean, I mean, seriously. I mean, it's like the 
the, the, the two of the three Holy Grail, right? Did you like Fourth of July growing up, though? I always felt like it was kind of a – it was like a mile marker. It was like that's when you knew you'd hit the halfway point in the summer at least. Not – I mean, not really because – I mean, it's because I just didn't really have a – like a, like I said, I grew up with the grandparents, so like I was sparklers and snakes. Like I was that guy on the, the side of the highway, you know, hanging out with Joe Dirt. I was – not even no snakes. It was mostly just sparklers is all we usually got to do when I was a kid. So it wasn't until I was old, actually like an adult and like buying fireworks for – like me and my friends buying fireworks for our his their kids to do was like when I you know kind of get it I wouldn't say get into it but enjoyed it a little more. But my my own most memories of start of Fourth uh, of July are uh, sparklers in the front yard with the grandparents sitting in, on, on their chairs trying to catch fireflies to put in a jar. Yeah. And then and then the uh, the you know the the like I said the um, Fire engine would come by on the actual day of fourth and ride, you know, drive around the neighborhood. I'd ride behind it, my bike or so. But yeah, never really. No, it's. I mean, it would be behind if I was going to do the, you know, upper, the echelon of or, uh, pecking order of holidays. It wouldn't be. It'd be behind Christmas still. It'd be behind. I don't know if I'd put it behind Halloween. Halloween would only be up there just for the discounted candy after Halloween, though. I just liked Fourth of July because it was just sort of. It was pure summer. Like it was, it was always right in, smack in the middle of summer. There was always we always. I felt like growing up, we a lot of times would have people over to our house. We would cook out. Like I had friends over. We would you know, play baseball in the backyard. And also, I remember, and it's a small period in my life, but when like like from ten to twelve, when I was playing on like little league all star teams, those district tournaments, the they always took a brief break right before the last like couple of games for Fourth of July. So you knew if you were still playing on Fourth of July that you 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 were right there. You had a chance. You. He'd done something pretty good. And then when I got older, I feel like we always had tournaments on, on 4th of July weekend. So, I mean, baseball, I, I mean, I'd say probably the it's the holiday and sport connection where the two are synonymous with one another that's the second strongest behind Thanksgiving and football. I mean, you think Thanksgiving, you think football. You think 4th of July, you think baseball. I guess, you know, the NBA is trying to make you think Basketball Christmas. when you think Christmas. Yeah, they've been, and they've been trying that for a while, though. I mean, it, it, you know, th- those games get good ratings. I think it's still always going to be just because Christmas is such a gigantic thing on its own. Yeah, it's either that or Christmas Story reruns. Yeah, exactly. I, I think it's going – I mean, for a while there, you would have some football on Christmas, but I, I do think the NBA has kind of moved into that, that, that slot. And maybe, you know, 10, 15 years, 20 years down the line, we're thinking about Christmas and basketball the same way we think about Thanksgiving and football. It used to be, I mean, New Year's Day. You would think college football. Yeah. And you still kind of do, but it's not nearly as strong as it used to be when you and I were growing up. But I, I do, I mean, I, I feel like baseball and Fourth of July still behind football and, and Thanksgiving, you think? Oh, yeah. I'd I, say I, so. I think it is. I mean, yeah. It, I mean, it depends on where you're living as well. I mean, but, but yeah, I mean, because, and you're right, I agree with it. I think it is, they do go hand in hand because. I mean, when I when you soon as you think that, the first thing I thought in my mind is the poster that's to my left over here, and on the Fourth of July, you know, the, yeah, the Fourth of July tonight you can play, oh, you can so play good. in the night game, and I run. I don't know if you saw that, but some of the members of Sandlot were actually at the bass game yesterday. I saw that they were going to be there the over the weekend. Pitch. Bertram, and Bertram, who got lost, Timmons brothers. We lost them in the '60s, and we found them in Louisville. Now I saw in his. The, I was so the, excited. The bats put out a little video promoting it, and they're you know they're talking to the camera, and he did say, I think he's like. 
AKA like Gene Bertram, like back from the sixties, yeah. like, and he's all tatted up. He he's, he looks. Well, totally yeah, he had a he, had, he got he got really into the sixties. We talked about that. I, I guess mean, that's what it was. And the, the, the repeat twins, which were yeah, the, I think they're the they, ones that invented the mini mall, right? They still kind of look exactly the same too. I mean, older <laughs> obviously, but you could tell looking at them, like, oh, that's that's Tommy and, and Timmy Timmons. Like, yeah, he's the, the chubby one is still chubby, still kind of talks the same way. The Colossus of Clout, and uh, <laughs> and then Bertram was like, oh, would not have guessed that that was you. But that was cool to see them there. I know they're because ce- they're celebrating the 30th anniversary of the yeah. the release of the movie, which blows my. I mean, I saw that in theaters. So that. And I remember thinking, so that came out right at the same time as Rookie of the Year. About the same, within a year? Like, same time. Because I remember I saw Rookie of the Year in theaters. Does and then, <laughs> like, like, Rookie of the Year was the big kind of blockbuster. It was the more hyped one. I think it had like, a big movie production company behind it. So we saw that in theaters and, like, liked it. Liked it a lot. Still like it a lot. Yeah. And then we went to Village 8 a few, like, months later, a few weeks later, and saw the Sandlot, like our whole family did, and I was like, "Well, I like that way more," because like, it was the kind of the less known. It was, you know, Village Eight movies. You just sort of looked, you're like, "Oh, it's a it's a baseball movie. We'll check that out." Mm-hmm. And then it became like this huge deal. I feel like a, a few years later, but the Sandlot's great. It's so insane how Village Eight was like when I was a kid, like middle school and high school. I'd go to Village Eight all the time, and it's it seemed like still just like going to a movie theater. Yeah. And then when I like the last picture I saw there, I went with Scrooge uh, Dayton. We went to go and she wanted to see that uh, it was a Will Smith movie. Um, when did he get? It was one where, like, where he it was really depressing, where he was like giving away his body parts or something. I forget. Uh, it's I robot eight hearts or eight pounds or something. I saw that one too. Yeah, yeah. it's not very. I think good. seven pounds. Yeah, something like that. And uh, I just, we 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 went, she was uh, she was at Bill Jane. And she's like, let's go see it. And this is you know circa what like two thousand early two thousands or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I just remember going. I'm like, my TV at home is bigger than this. Like, but the, the seat is, like, the most... I know. I'm sticking to the... Like, this is, like... I, I feel like... I mean, I might as well be, like... I, mean, I feel like I'm sitting here watching the screen in front of me right now with the YouTube cameras. I mean, I, Calvin, are they getting hooked up right now? He's he's on it right now, so don't Next worry. Week. They'll be up here within a week. After the holiday. Yeah, after the holiday. Uh, that's, I mean, that's what it felt like. I was just like, man, this is the same theater I watched, like, Happy Gilmore in. This is the same theater I went and saw Billy Madison in and got busy and got, got some the second base during it. You know, this was like a cool place at one time. Now it's just, I know it's gone completely, but it was just crazy how as a kid it was so big and it just seemed like a normal theater. And as an adult, you're like, what the hell is this? Bowie Sandlot, April 7th, 1993. Rookie of the Year, July 7th, 1993. So two months, just a few yeah. months later, yeah. Uh, I, I do I had the same experience. It's a we great went to Village Eight. Baseball movies. We went to Village Eight a, d- a number of times growing up because it was like you know it was like two dollars a movie. It was incredible. Well, it was only a dollar when I was. It may have been a dollar. Now <laughs> yeah, that you it say should have been only a dollar. Yeah, because I was really young when we go to the Village Eight. It was great. Um, and, and then I think the last time I went, it was when Mary and I had had been dating for a little bit. So this is like oh eight oh nine. And I had the same experience. Like, you know, I'm thinking as a kid, you know, everything is huge when yeah. you're a kid. You, I still think about Toys R Us walking in there. Oh, yeah. Like cathedral ceilings. You're walking into the Sistine Chapel, basically. The toys are stacked 80 feet in the air. And I remember going there one time as an adult to buy And I was like, oh, it's, it's not at all like that. Very much the same experience going back to Village 8 after not being there from a kid. I was like, yeah, this, I'm like, oh, this, this screen is very small. These, just these this floors are very sticky. Home. Yeah. Oh, the floors, the floor stickiness and the small seats were like, I was like, I'm just going to stand up. Like, I mean, it would have it been better if the movie was any good, too. It would have helped. What did you go see? Do you remember? I don't. We used to go to a lot of movies back when, when we first started dating. Well, I used to, I used to, I used to love go to matinee. I mean, like especially during the summer, we'd go to matinees. All me and my friends would just go to daytime matinees 
once, twice a week. Now, here's a, a quick follow-up question. Do you consider, because I, I saw somebody saying this last year, and I pushed back on it, do you consider The Sandlot to be a 4th of July movie? No. I don't know. It's, it's, the, the it's per, one scene. A movie, for, a, mo- a movie to be a holiday f- movie, like, you know, I mean, Home Alone with Christmas, the, the holiday has to be a central theme of the entire film. I agree with you. Hence why Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. I agree with you, uh, but I just did not like you and Patrick trying to have that conversation in like no- on November 15th. <laughs> I was like, we have football and hey, basketball to talk about. We uh, can do this on July 3rd, well, which is what we're doing now. It's a bas- the basketball team. Was, I'd rather talk about Die Hard, to be honest with you. Well, that was early. Yeah. We're still early. <laughs> we still had hope. We still, he had yet to walk over the glass and bare feet. But I just, yeah, I think it has to be a central part of the, the plot of the whole movie for it to be considered a holiday movie. And that's uh, Plane Chains on Bills is a Thanksgiving movie. Is there really any fourth? Because Independence Day is not, you know, it's I mean, not really. It, I, it's not really. Uh, fourth of July it just happens to be on it. Yeah. The apex happens on the Fourth of July and the yeah. speech happens with the Fourth of July in it. But it's not really. Like even born on the Fourth of July is not really a Fourth of July no. movie. Like, no. I don't know if there is a, a Fourth of July movie. It's a good question. There's got no. And there, and there what, uh, the Patriot or something? Oh, the Patriot sucks. Didn't that, didn't that happen on the 4th of July? Isn't that about the 4th of July and independence? Oh, my wife's not. I don't think she's listening. She got off work early today, but she loves the Patriot. I hate the Patriot. That's the one. I cannot stand it. I'm trying to remember. Who's, the one, who's in the Patriot? Is that Mel Gibson? Mel Gibson, Heath Ledger yeah. is the son. Who yeah. Gets, he gets killed. Spoiler. I, just, I can just picture that. <laughs> I'm just, I just picture the, the like the movie poster because I think it came out. Oh, when it's I was, Mel Gibson looking just ripped yeah. and staring with a, yeah, the rifle on his shoulder. Yeah. I feel like I was working at a video store when that came out. And, uh, and I just remember seeing the. I just remember the box. <laughs> yeah, that was. So that that was that would have been a. Was that a Fourth of July movie? No. Oh, I bad. mean, t- yeah, it's very Revolutionary War themes, obviously, but I don't think that it's. Like, I don't think the Sandlot's a Fourth of July movie, but maybe the most. I mean, you do think it's certainly a summer movie. For no, sure. I guess yes. I mean, it's a baseball movie. It's a baseball movie, but it's also you know, it's it's all recapping the best summer of his life. Like that's the whole synopsis of it. And you know, Fourth of July is is integral in any summer story. I feel like so. If you wanted to make the case, I could hear it, but I'm just not. I'm not buying. Have it. you ever tried to watch Sandlot Two or Sandlot Three? I think at one point when it was like this is like back when it first came out. So I was like in oh, college or high school. It was out. on TV or something. Yeah. And I watched part of it and I was like that. I watched like five minutes. And I was like, yep, standing it. I, I got to turn it off. The can't second do it. or third one. Second one. The one where they've got the girl who's the softball. She, yeah. she plays baseball, but she's throwing it underhand. And like they rebuild the wall for the 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 the, the, the dog. It's like built of like fridges, like nine. See, I like, know like that. The, oh, it's like the it's like the. Uh, Green Monster. It's like nine miles high. It's like nothing but like fridges and washing machines. Just leave stuff alone. It's, Just leave uh, it alone. You think that's bad? The third one, which despite has Luke Perry in it, uh, is 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 just as bad. It's. I think Squints is the only original one in the third one. Poor Squints. Just had nothing else going. He's on. in all of them. He's the only, I think the only one in all three. And it's like a flashback one where he's an adult, which I guess he's being you know phased out by uh, by by Smalls and by by. By Rodriguez because they're you know doing the Dodger thing, but he's still running the uh, store and trying to keep the Sandlot alive. And like Luke Perry is like a up and coming minor league baseball player who's helping him out. Or so it's so bad. That kid, the kid who played Squints, he had a couple of episodes in Boy Meets World, like Did right he? after the Sandlot happened. 
And then I don't think he was really. I think he's been struck. He was in Big Green too, along with the. So was the the big kid, yeah. Yeah, well, Hamilton Porter. Hamilton, yeah. And then I think that he. Just, I think he's just been doing like TV spots ever since. His name is Chauncey. White dude named Chauncey. Well. <laughs> <laughs> you know how many awkward moments he probably had with that? <laughs> anyway. Uh, I'm just saying, it's got to be weird, right? We've got a few U of L things to talk about. My guy CDK had a had a uh, gym report from the latest U of L basketball practice. We can talk about that a little bit. We had Jawar Jordan and MJ Griffin talking to the media over the weekend. Nice to hear some football updates there. Uh, we can talk baseball all star teams. The Reds got screwed, but a former Cardinal is a National League all star. We can talk about that, and also uh, USA basketball. Maybe giving some insight into the strength or lack thereof in the 2023 and 2024 recruiting classes. We'll get to that. We'll get to your text. All that coming your way. Keep it locked right here. It's the Mike Rutherford Show here on July 3rd. Happy 4th of July Eve on 1450 and 961. The Big X. You know, Bad Blood was about Teddy Bear. That's a song? <laughs> he hated the song so much. That's what started it, yeah. You stole my fireworks song. Do you remember there was like you think a... She's, is, she talking, is she talking to Taylor Swift here? She is. She's calling her a firework? Is that like a bad thing? And She's trying to make amends. Is, is that trash talk to kids today? There was a... a cap? There was that trend like, I want to say six, seven years ago where like... Teachers or employees, like nurses, would do the thing where it was like a lip sync. You'd like walk around, like different people would sing different parts of this, or lip sync different parts of the song. Talking about the, like the the Call Me Maybe videos that were yeah, really but popular. Like this song was one of the big ones that everybody always did. Like it was it was everywhere. That I want to say it was like summer like 2016 or something. People were always doing the song, and that's uh-huh. now it's all I think of when I when I hear it. See, I I, I don't remember doing this. The two I remember most are the uh, Bruno Mars song. They definitely did. Yeah, that. And then uh, the Call Me Maybe because the Call Me Maybe when I could swear was like the, the Dolphins cheerleaders did it was the first time. I, then after I saw them do it, like it just I think even U of L's like did did a version of it as Everybody well. Did, yeah, yeah, it was those only two I saw like that. I'm I'm not. Cause I was kind of surprised that trend did stop. Like it just well, all trends these days are short lived. I feel like I guess, but they there's get always the ground very quickly. I mean, I guess you can't walk around doing an upbeat song to like Billy Eilish or Lord or something. I guess it wouldn't really be as catchy. I mean, they were both making music already when this was happening. So when did this song come out? I mean, firework when when the when the fad became a thing. Did this come? So who was the per, who was the first song that that became? A, I don't know. Trent. Okay, I, I have no idea. I just know that this one was used was part of it. Yeah. I got a uh, update 2010, here. 2010, by the way. This is a great story. You're going to appreciate this. So I've been to this before. Danny, who I do the podcast with, his little brother, Colin, who I'm also really good friends with, he's huge into wrestling, like, like uh, obsessed with wrestling. Yeah, he got his tooth knocked out. Got his tooth knocked out in his own, first and only wrestling match with OVW like like eight years ago. And so, yeah, he doesn't have a tooth. So he spent last week on a movie set of some wrestling movie. I guess he can't really talk about specifics. But he was there as an extra. And they ended up, they asked him to stay a little bit longer than usual because he has the missing front tooth. He, he fit in great scenes. You know, he's, you know, he's, it, it fits the, the overall like, feel of the movie, having a dude who's a di- giant fan without a, a front tooth. 
So they kept him a little bit longer. He flew out to Boulder on Friday. He spent some time living in Colorado the last few years because the, the Grateful Dead concert was happening. He wanted to. He bought tickets. They, he went out with his wife there. Realized. Oh, wow, it sounds like this guy and me would get along. You all would. You, you <laughs> have a lot in common. I was going to say, he sounds like we do already. He realizes when he gets to Boulder that he has left his fake tooth on the movie set. Ah, uh, he did a Wiley Brown. He left it in a box of cookies when we were at, up in Columbus a few weeks ago. He's found it in the middle of the night. Uh, but he leaves it in Columbus. That would have sucked for somebody stoned at 3 a.m. <laughs> That's exactly He's like, if you were a tooth, where would you be? I was like, oh, Colin. Uh, no one could find the, can find the tooth for him. So apparently it's, it's just gone. Lost on the movie set. And now they can't get him a replacement until August. So keep in mind, this is like now, like as much as Colin loves wrestling, he's a professional person with a professional job these days. He has to talk to people. He has to take client meetings. He has to do things. And he's going to be missing a front tooth until uh, for, for, for a full month. And Danny said uh, his dad's face when he was discussing this brought back his old report card days. He was like, you know, they, hey, Dan, can I see you up front real quick? Oh, God. <laughs> you sure, you sure Colin is missing that tooth because of wrestling? <laughs> Was it because he stayed out too late one night? <laughs> uh, so that, yeah, I mean, that, that may have may have ab- absolutely happened. And now he also got hacked on Instagram. He just posted, he just like five minutes ago, just he's like, Colin Sinard sent you a photo. And it was his, it was like, hey, I was able to start the Nothing year. Nothing is going Colin's way right I, now. I purchased all this with Bitcoin. Hit up Karen, tap in with Karen. It's like just very, something he would never, ever say. It's like, you know, it's all the, the, the Bitcoin uh, hacks. It's, yeah. it's those types of posts. So I don't know if this is all related, but he's having himself quite the week. You know, knock on wood, I've none of my social media accounts have ever been hacked. Um, I guess by hacked, I mean like I get I notice that everyone on my friends list or connected with me has gotten some kind of like yeah weight loss. Click here to get weight loss, or click here to you know grow nine pounds. Or I've had notifications yeah. that people have tried, where it's like people somebody's trying to like get into your account. But I've never, I don't think I've ever actually had, I don't think it's ever happened. Like Where you, you get the friend request, like Dugan's mom, God love her. I, I, think, I swear I get a friend request from her like once a week. The, 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 the shadow just, accounts. Yes. <laughs> I get those a lot too. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> We've got uh, Major League Baseball going on right now. Quick update that's pertinent to Reds fans. The Cubs lead the Brewers 6-3 to three in the top of the fifth. If the Cubs win, the Reds will at least momentarily be alone in first place in the NL Central by a half game. Reds taking on the Nationals tonight at 6.05 from Nationals Park in D.C. Luke Weaver back on the mound with his – doesn't lose games somehow, but he has a – Almost seven ERA up against Jake Irvin tonight. We'll talk more about that at the end of the show. Uh, Thornton's text line is 502 414 We'll take a couple texts from you guys before moving on to some of these UofL topics. Uh, Texter says, Mike, Phoebe Bridgers is in a duo called Better Oblivion Community Center, and it's more upbeat than her solo stuff. Everything she's in is really good. I've heard a couple of their songs. Interesting name. Yeah, but I've, I've not tapped in as much. As I, I know some of the group projects she's done with other people I've listened to, and I've really liked it. I haven't listened to that. I also said, Mike, have you heard of the band Houndmouth? They're oh, from yeah. New Albany. I love Houndmouth. They've been in that studio right there playing before. Have they really? I've told you this before. Yeah, they. Uh, I don't think I know the story. We had a weekend show on here. Um, I can't remember. I can't, can't remember his name. They're not right the now. same without Katie. Like, no, no. Ever this, since this she's is, left, and this was different. this was with Katie. This is years. It's on YouTube if you look it up. Actually, uh, I can't remember what song they play. They do two little sets, and I got to. I came up and hung out and smoked a couple cigarettes out front with them. But that's awesome. Um, they they were nice people. Uh, but we used to have weekend show in here, and he would bring in. Uh, bands a lot of times to come in and just kind of play because I think he worked at a bar as well. This guy did a week paid show with us on the weekends, and uh, one of them was Houndmouth. Yeah, and he, I remember him bright. He's like, "Y'all, he's like, you got this band's really good. They're going places." 
And I came, you know, I was up here and I'm hung out with them, listening to songs like this. And I had a, I do have the one. I think it's, it's their, is it their debut album with Sedona on it? And I bought that. That's I just, the song that I feel like everybody w- w- would know. It's the, probably their most well-known song. That and I like my cousin Greg a lot. So bright and pink. Yeah, that's, but that's yeah. I did say came up. You look him up on. Uh, Type in like w, uh, Big X Houndmouth uh, uh, or something, Southern Indiana or something like that, and you might probably cool. come up on YouTube. But okay, I don't know if these are all connected in any way, and if they are, please, this is going to be awesome. Top four trending topics right oh, now. Pickett's Charge. I don't know. Larsa Pippen. France Has Fallen. And Darius Miles. I know Larsa <laughs> Pippen is trending because Michael Jordan has said that he doesn't want his son dating her, even though they are dating. I mean, they're adults. Who cares? I mean, Francis Fallen, I'm assuming, is about the the protests slash riots, whatever you want to call them. That's happening. Okay. I don't know what was the first one. Pickett's charge. I have no idea what that is. I, what's the first thing that comes to your mind when you hear that? Pickett's charge. Yeah. Jalen Pickett. I was, I was thinking. I was thinking kind of Pickett, the quarterback. Yeah. I was thinking like yeah. apparently Pickett's is the person who took out uh, Colonel Mustard. Colonel. Uh, uh, or, uh, Colonel Custer, excuse me, Colonel Mustard, in, in the library with the with the pipe. <laughs> he was uh, who who beat Colonel uh, Colonel Custer. Okay. Um, why is why is why are we talking about? Because uh, t- apparently today in 1863. Oh well, that's 160 years ago today. Well, that's. I guess that's what it is. Yeah, he lived longer than that. I don't know. I'm just I'm just going through Twitter. It's hard to it's hard to tell what something's trending on Twitter more because most of people are using jokes now. The Battle of Little Bighorn, I can tell you for a fact, was 1876. Don't ask me how I know that, but that's <laughs> when Custer died. Okay, first of all, I can't. You can't just give me that fact with, and not expect me to ask how you know. Well, it's, it. just, it's just one of those weird things that sticks with it. Sticks in your head. Okay. I mean, maybe what it's, this book presupposes is maybe he didn't. You need to watch. I mean, you. Okay, now it's something to do. You need to get into Wes Anderson a little bit, so these jokes can make some sense. Yeah, I tried. I've tried. Uh, he he lost me. Everyone knows that Custer died at the Battle of Little Bighorn. Uh, what this book presupposes is maybe he didn't. I'm assuming it's an inside joke. Yeah. Well, it's animals. It's on my movie list. Um, no, I guess it's something to do with Gettysburg now. Oh, okay. I don't know who the hell this guy is. You know what? It was better when it was Kenny Pickett to me. <laughs> <laughs> I was really, I was really hoping it had something to do with Larsa Pippen and France and Darius Smiles. I really did. Gettysburg. Yeah, that I think would be 1863, so that would make more sense. Uh, looks like Darius. I guess just some people's talking about LeBron and drafted, and Darius Miles is now getting picked up. Like people, are like remember Darius Miles got drafted out of high school. Oh, well, that's <laughs> it's a creative day here in the the, the land of creativity and inventiveness. Shouldn't we be talking about Joey Chestnut and the hot dog tomorrow? I thought it was yesterday. And then on the fourth, did they, are they, do, do they do it on the weekend? Non- I, see, I never watch. I don't know. I, I, I saw people talking about it yesterday, so I assumed it happened. I assumed. I thought it would be tomorrow on the fourth July. The only time I ever have known what's going on is John Ramsey was a huge. He he loved the hot dog eating contest, so he would always come in the day after Fourth of July or whenever we were on after Fourth of July and like be into it and recap it. And I would have nothing to add to the conversation just because I I, <laughs> I mean, I've, I've never gotten. It, it could be fun to watch this every so often, but like I never watched the thirty for thirty on Chestnut and the other guy that that was his like main rival. I never watched Kobayashi. It. Yeah, and uh, I'd never had a Nathan's hot dog until 
I, they, there's some over here, I guess. I got DoorDash to bring it over here one day during a Bats game. Kind of overrated. Really? I, I, I've, I've had a Nathan's burger. Never had a Nathan's hot dog. I want, I, Nathan's has a burger? They had burgers. So they had this little like pop-up stand right outside this the casino where we were in Vegas when I went in, in 2010. And like, you know, we just... I was just gambling and drinking and gambling and drinking and watching basketball, and I just did not want to like move far. So I, th- that place was right there. The burgers were good. Okay, hot dogs, yeah, not. I mean, I don't know, just they're not very. I, don't, I, I thought they were overrated for the hype that I guess goes along with them, and maybe I'd be the same way because I've always wanted a great papayas hot dog as well. Ever since I saw Fools Rush in, and, and I do like Fools Rush. In. And, yeah, and he wants he ordered them from she ordered them from, yeah. from New York. Ever since that movie, I've always wanted to try a great papaya hot dog. I didn't know those were real. Now no, you, they, yeah, it's it's a real place in New York. Now that I now I now I want to try them too. <laughs> it's, it's it's one location. I think there's uh no, Nathan's is the one that's on Coney Island. Great Papaya is like in Manhattan, I think. Texture, you sent a, a tweet, a uh, link to a tweet that is broken, so I can't see what you're actually talking about. But it just said, they didn't see me the second night of the NHL NFL draft. As a Titans fan, when we drafted Will Levis, I was distraught. I'm sorry about that. Uh, I mean, I believe it. Texas data rate exceeded, Mike. That was the, the Twitter theme of the weekend. I got one of those too. That's yeah. That's everybody. You couldn't like load anything. You couldn't get anything to work. It just said data rate exceeded, and he was like, "If you don't have a blue check, you can only view 600 posts per day or whatever." And then it just kept changing. And now I think everything's fixed. I wonder if I look at 600. I mean, what what you have to click on the actual tweet to define as looking at? Nobody ever found out. What, okay, what's going say, on? What are the criteria? Basically, the site just broke, and he was like, "Here's this is what we're gonna say." We're, we're fixing the scraping or something. I have no you idea. You never had this problem with uh, MySpace. I'm just going to say that. That joke has been made a lot, but you're, you're not wrong. <laughs> we're all going back. Whatever Tom is now. I was never on MySpace. Never got on. You never got on MySpace? Never, never had a MySpace. I, I, I did MySpace. I had, I had, you could put the videos on the front page. I had the video of, uh, of Brian and, uh, and, and Stewie doing their song on the, in the bus. <laughs> Relations. I want to have intercourse with you. Relations. If I hadn't started doing a website, I think I would have been one of those people that just never got social media. Like, I have a friend who just never got on anything. He, he's my age. We, we played baseball together. We graduated college together. Has never had a Twitter, never Facebook, never MySpace, never Instagram, no nothing. <laughs> I feel like I, because I, I resisted Facebook forever. I, I didn't. I was I was on it with the college. App, I was on it pretty soon. Dayton was one of the first schools to get it. I feel like the initial, you know, Harvard had it first, obviously, yeah. and then it went to a bunch of schools, like elite schools on the East Coast, and then like the, the sort of the third wave of schools. We got it. And I remember my buddy. It was around 2004, 2005, I think. It was the end of my freshman year of, of college. It was 2004. Yeah. And my buddy, uh, Chris McCoy, who played basketball at NC State, they, uh, they yeah. had, we got it at the same time. Yeah, we got, we got it at the same time. And he was like, have you tried this out? Like, I think it's cool. It's a great way to keep in touch. And I was like, this sounds stupid. And then my sophomore year at Dayton, it became huge. Like Everybody was doing it. Yeah. And I was so vocally opposed to it. I was like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard of in my entire life. Like, If I want to talk to a friend, I'm just going to text them or call them. And it got to a point where then like, everybody started doing it. And I... I I'd already staked my claim too early. I'd already my, I planted my flag in the I'm not going to do this, and I would have looked like too big of a hypocrite. So I just I couldn't do it. My my best friend. You're barely on it anyway now. I mean, well now I am, but yeah, for a while there it was it was fun. But like my best friend, he did the same thing as me. Like we both came up like this is dumb, and then he had the best excuse ever. Like oh, some girl. Like launched a profile for me. She's like, "I'm getting you on," and we were drinking. I was like, "You," I was like, "You cheap sellout. This is ridiculous." And so like I didn't have one until I want to say like late 
2010. It was at, oh, wow. well after college. I just, I, I just, I was like, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to get on. And then I think like when, we were already on Twitter by then. I was on Twitter. Yeah, I think I Twitter. I started the Twitter and Facebook like at the same time. Okay. <laughs> I may have got on Twitter first, but I, yeah, I basically only did because Mary was like, "It's we've been dating for a while." She's like, "It's so annoying having these pictures and like not tagging you and like not like like, have, like <laughs> it's like people don't know like w- like why you aren't on Facebook." And I was like, eh, "I guess I'll." Sex is just a woman thing to say. <laughs> she, Mary was big into Facebook before we started dating. I remember she would always be like, "Why aren't you on Facebook?" Like when we were like be be running to each other at bars and stuff. I'm like, well, I, I don't, I have no interest. I wasn't as anti as you because I. I I can't remember if I did MySpace before Facebook or not. I think I did Facebook first. MySpace was like kind of dying once Facebook got really popular. Yeah, and I mean, when I remember when I got to Western in '04 or no, it was summer of '05, right, right before the summer in '05. Uh, I, I knew about Facebook because a girl I'd been kind of hung out with. She was on it, and she had to, but you had to use your you know your college ID to have it or college right. email. And I just got into Western, so I had a college email. You know, I had one at JCC as well. And uh, I was kind of with you. I was like, oh, this is, this is dumb. I'm not going to do this. And, like, I think, like, the first, like, place I went to hang out with and meet, I was meeting people at Western, like, that's all you got was the girls. Like, oh, just Facebook me. Facebook me. And I'm like, I guess I'm getting on Facebook. And that's that's that. Uh, I was more I was more reluctant on Twitter because, and I, I'm sure I have the same joke on Twitter that you probably have everyone does. Isn't just just Facebook with only the status? I think everybody, like everybody's like one of their first five tweets in, in the early days of Twitter was that was that tweet. I only got on because they were they were urging us with at SB Nation to do it for That's, the websites and I, share your stories and this is the way. It's like my first all my first tweets are just links to stories when I, when I first got on because that was all I was doing. I love, remember the old. I actually changed my handle. My original handle was L Yes uh, at L Yes, and I just I, I switched. I, luckily, I, I guess my name had not been taken yet when I switched it, but. I got on Twitter. I think I was on Twitter very. I got on Twitter in like oh March of eight, I think, or maybe it was later. It was sometime in 08, I want to say I got on Twitter. Doesn't it? I think it says in your account, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, um, I think I was like, April oh nine because I, I kind of when it first came out. I remember for the first few months I was hesitant, and then they were like they're pushing all of us to do it, and I find it. The only thing that I really wanted. Yeah, oh, that was March of nine. So I was right before you. Yeah, yes, I think yeah. I was. I think I was April. I think it came out in 08 or 09, didn't it? Yeah, it was 08, and then it kind of really started taking off. Yeah. Actually, I was. I'm looking at my profile now. March 2009. Same time. Well, I wonder which one was tweeted first. Uh, I don't. I, I feel like my first tweet was about the Rick Pitino, Karen Cipher scandal. I, I tweeted a bunch about the Reds because I was working Reds games that year. That was the year I was work, I did all the boards with Reds games so I was, I'd always be tweeting out Red scores and stuff. Did you ever so with, with Facebook when it the only reason why I would like steal friends passwords and log on. The only time I felt like I ever wanted to use it was to see relationship statuses, which and I know it's a big part of in the, the movie, in the social network, like that's the thing that set them apart was because you especially in college, you go out, you'd like meet new people, you meet girls and you're like, "Ooh, she was she was cool. I feel like we kind of had maybe something going on there." Is she available? And like I, that would be the only time where I was like, "Damn it!" I need well, that's just to troll, troll the account. To troll the account? Yeah, you, know, you, you flip through like the pictures. I think that's stalking. That's not trolling. Well, no, we call it. It's, it, it's stalking if you show up physically. It's trolling when you do it. That's not <laughs> what trolling is. <laughs> it's it so, to me. You've been on the internet for a long time, and you just do not know the lingo. <laughs> what? Trolling? You have to be an actual participant. You send stuff to them. Like you don't have to send stuff. Yes, you do to be a to be an internet troll. No, a troll is just someone who like just is like a troll. 
great. Like, that's a great description. A troll is just somebody who's just a, a troll. Trolling involves two-way parties. You have to actually act. You have to send them stuff. Bill Simmons just knocked out Darius Miles on that list. <laughs> what do you mean? It's now Laura Pippen, Pickett's Charge, and Bill Simmons. Oh. Okay. <laughs> um, I know. I mean, it's like it trolls like somebody just a like, troll. It's so it's it's like you know I can't describe it, but I know when I see it. No, internet troll is someone who makes intentionally inflammatory, rude, or upsetting statements online to elicit a small, strong emotional response. You have to actually act. You you can't. A stalker is just somebody who looks at somebody's photos. Yeah, but troll sounds better. Well, it's, it's not. Sounds, <laughs> I've always called him a troll. Well, you, you've always been wrong. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Texture says, um, Nathan's hot dogs are mid at best. Give me a ballpark or Oscar Mayer any day over Nathan's. I mean, ballparks are just, I, I don't even know what hot dogs they use, but ballpark, it's just because you're at the ballpark, it tastes better probably. Texas, uh, everyone is correcting us or just letting us know about the, the picket stuff. Picket's charge was at Gettysburg. And this is the okay. That would make more sense. It makes, from, in fairness, when I click on it, Twitter does not really help. People are tweeting just random stuff, and then some of them are like making a. I'm amazed I didn't see like a Denzel Washington, I'm just glad to find out Pickett's still alive type tweet or something. <laughs> Bad news, Twitter. Twitter, he's dead. Texas, have either of y'all attempted the 999 challenge? Nine beers, nine hot dogs, nine innings. A group of me and my friends are doing it tonight during the Reds game. God no! What, I, I, well, what's the game? No, that's not. You had a didn't you have a drinking game in a baseball game? You were telling me about one time. I used to play a game we made up called Power Baseball back in the day, which just I mean, this is again. Just, I would not recommend anybody playing this. No, but it was fun. I remember you telling me. It, yeah, we we just take a shot of beer for every strike, which was just outrageous. Well, <laughs> I thought there was a different like a, a like a competition thing. You oh, there was a, we played a game called baseball too. You line up the cups, and if you hit the back cup, it was a home run. If you hit the front cup, it was a single, and you'd have. You, you're stealing, you'd play flip cup. It was, no, I was thinking there was maybe I was, baseball was a great drinking game to play. There was something I thought you there was maybe when you know, I thought there was a, there was like a, something a very creative drinking game that you used to do at baseball at, at games yourself. But I was a triples machine in drinking baseball. We did. There was one game I went to. Mary nine, and I, nine beers though would be pretty. Nine good. beers. Mary and I went to a game. This is back when we were in our heyday of drinking, like the, the first time we were dating. So like 09, 2010. and we went to a game at Bush Stadium, Cardinals Braves, and there was a point. This was kind of a, a lengthy game. Where I think we were like both five beers deep in the fifth inning, and I was like, "We can do this if we want." I was like, "I was like, we can get to nine beers in nine innings," and we didn't end up doing it, but we were just absolutely obliterated. And nowadays, it's, it's that's even tougher now. I don't know if you saw the stat, like the with the pitch clock rules. The if you, real quick, the percentage of games in Major League Baseball that have lasted that last three or, or more hours. I'll just do the last few years. 2018, 50% of the games lasted three or more hours. In 2018? Yeah, 2019, 59%. 2020, 63%. 2021, 67% of games were three hours or more. 2022, last season, 57% of games. This season, 9%. 9% of games are lasting three or more hours. I, mean, I believe I mean, my early games last year and this year alone were going 215, 220. Great for speeding up the process. Terrible if you're doing the 999 challenge. I mean, that's pizza you fell asleep. I mean, honestly, nine nine hot dogs might be as hard as nine beers. I couldn't do nine hot dogs. Could not do nine hot dogs. And if you're eating bread, and if I'm just eating a hot dog, if I get to take it out of the bun, then I have a better shot at it. But yeah, I mean, you're talking bun and dog. No way. No, that, that would be. 
I mean, I could. I mean, if I ate like I went really stoned, ate like four of them right away. Got a little buzz drinking, maybe ate three or four. I, I could maybe do it if I if I if I planned it right. I'd have no chance. But I couldn't like, do it just off the cusp and be like, oh, I just you know. Let's do nine for nine. I'm like, okay. Let us know how it goes. Nine, nine, nine person says the big worry we have is the pitch clock yeah. will make it even harder with the shorter games. Let us know how this goes. On uh, we'll be on the air back on Wednesday. Are you a brat or hot dog guy? More? I'm a hot dog guy. I want to get into brats. I just I don't like them. I, they always smell good. I always like. I'm, I always think I'm gonna like them. I take a bite and it's, it's not for me. I, I had a brat like phase for a little bit and then I just kind of fade out. Now I'm just I haven't think I've eaten a brat in a while. Texas says Trevor's troll is everyone else's creeper. Yeah, I guess the creeping is better than stalker. <laughs> which 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 one's peeping Tom again? <laughs> Texas says Trevor means trawl, T R A W L, not troll. To trawl means to sift through, and is used commonly when looking extensively at someone else's social media. I feel like it's troll. I feel like it's just called a troll is a troll in the South, with the way you pronounce words. I think it's 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 supposed to be troll, but we pronounce it a troll in the South. <laughs> like, like swamp, yeah, it's like, swamp. It's, it's like, yeah, it's it's like I, I get from that. I mean, I just I always just call him a troll. Texas Trevor is kind of right on this one. I've only heard it used as it pertains to serial killers, though. So, wait a minute, are we talking about trolls or biggest charge? I'm assuming. <laughs> uh, Uh, Texas says, God, thank you guys for being on today. My wife has me working my ass off today. I told her 3 o'clock is my sports show. You guys are my reprieve. Thank you. God help me tomorrow. You're welcome. Yeah, I'm glad you got off work. Semi-holiday. We were about a minute or so late. Well, it sounds like he's off work, but his wife is making him do a honey-do list. And he's saying, 3 o'clock, my show comes on. I need to listen. You get me for like the first half of the day. I wonder if he has to go back to work after six. Though. Mike and Trev get me for the second half. Yeah. <laughs> yes, share me with What should you write, baby? <laughs> Come on over here. Let's take a break. We can talk some actual uh, sports stories afterwards. I, I, no. we'll, get, hit the list. we'll get back to non. We have plenty of time for nonsense. Colin just realized he got hacked. Just takes an oh boy. Who just got realized? <laughs> the guy, my, my buddy, who has the fake. Oh, he didn't even know he was hacked? And just realized that he got hacked. Because I tell you, I was like, uh, you might want to check the IG, buddy. I think. I mean, he's like one minute away from sitting on a park bench <laughs> and it breaking. <laughs> like, I could have done without this. Like, uh, he's having a bad weekend. Well, he's in a movie, though. Yeah, what, do you, can you tell me off the what movie it is? Well, I don't really know. He hasn't, he hasn't, he's been sketch on details. So I, I mean, it's not like <laughs> I don't think he's allowed to tell. I mean, it's, what is this like? Is like Blue Harvest or something? I mean, they keep like keeping know. a secret set. I guess. I'll take a break. We'll come back. Hour number two on the way next here on fourteen fifty and ninety six one. The Big X. Monday edition of the Mike Rutherford Show. Heart of summer, July 3rd, 1450-96, won the Big X. Quick shout-out to our boy, former UofL golfer Adam Hadwin. Finished tied for second with the Rocket Mortgage. Went to a playoff. And a golfer that I know you know actually won for the first time in four years. 
Ricky Fowler. Oh, yeah, the Ricky. Pulls off the victory, rocking his Ricky. Oklahoma State Orange pulls off the win. But uh, our guy, Adam Hadwin, forced the playoff on 18. was nice to see him have his best finish of the year. He made the hot internet girl, right? That's correct. Yeah. That's, that, uh, it's amazing what things stick with you. <laughs> Phil Nicholson. Nicholson. Um, anyways. Uh, we, he was on a live tour. No, he wasn't. He was anti-live? He, was an- he held off. He was offered by the live. Oh. Did not. Uh, did Phil was not a live guy. Live. Phil was a, was a live guy. This is correct. How how is the uh, partnership between live and the uh, and, and the uh, and well, it hasn't started yet. So oh, it's all basically non-existent at this point. Okay, I thought they did the, the Canada thing together. The Canada thing didn't didn't since they merged and they didn't do a around a, 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 ra- <laughs> a round of golf in Canada. No, <laughs> didn't they play in Canada? <laughs> There they was have a, golf again. The truce was signed in Canada. Adam Hadwin is Canadian. Maybe that's what you're thinking of. I don't know. Um, real quick, we've got a my boy CDK has a write up. He, he's talked to he's he's close with Jim Price, former U of L star, who's been attending the open practices and the open workouts. He has a cool write up on Card Chronicle about the latest update from the most recent open gym. Couple of updates from the the update that I gave. I guess this was either last week or two weeks ago. First. The trio of Emmanuel Okafor, Dennis Evans, and Danilo Jovanovic still still rehabbing, still being held out. Um, I, I was told last time I talked to somebody that they were all just minor injuries, nothing to really worry about. Okafor, Okafor is still the injury from last season that he's coming back from. So that's it's nothing new. What was the injury? What was it? Did we know exactly what the injury was? His lower body. I can't. I, I can't remember exactly <laughs> okay. what it was. Yeah, uh, but he's been. He's still coming back from that. I mean, I can look it up if you really want me to. No, that's okay. Yeah, it's it's something that should not affect his status for the rest of the season. Ankle injury. Um, sh- he should be back by the time that they get full going in the fall. But Yovanovich and Evans, I've told, are not serious injuries. At least that was again the, the case as of a couple of weeks ago. But they still weren't participating as of this past weekend. The updates from CDK. He says Trenton Flowers, according to Jim Price, who knows ball is just silly, he's really good, just stupid good. When I asked about his maturity level, the response was, it seems like he's mature enough to be a go-to guy as a freshman. Says Trey White also is the other guy out there that you see has a attitude, goes to the basket with a force, but generally a playful demeanor. He and Curtis Williams apparently get into it a lot at practice. They're guarding each other, they're going hard. they playful, but also very competitive. I'm okay with a little life and spirit. Says they had a three-point shooting drill, and J.J. Trainer was the best three-point shooter. Which, oh God. Me, I was like, I was like <laughs> good for J.J. Not exactly the, the news that I wanted to hear. It's like they're saying the Big X had a marathon, and Trevor was the best runner. <laughs> Trevor got the most facts correct on the, the, the Big X show. I mean, it's just not... Well, good for Trev. Probably not good for the rest of the station. Unless trainers just suddenly become Larry Bird or something out there. Maybe we can be optimistic he's, in that Look, way. he's a good shooter, but there are other guys that I would like to see shooting the ball better than him this upcoming season. I mean, he hit like six threes last year. Yeah, he didn't take as many. His percentage, <laughs> like two years ago when he barely played, every time he came in, I feel like he, he hit one. But that's not, yeah, that should not be his primary attribute, nor should he be our, our primary three-point shooter. Uh, as far as Brandon Huntley Hatfield is concerned, Jim Price said, or the CDK source said, he's been spending a lot of time in the weight room, seems to have worked on his footwork, which appears to have improved. Said yes. Sky Clark once again, 
was very impressive. Quickness, shiftiness, and his ability to see the open man and get the ball to him. I posted some highlights on the website today that I'd seen. I guess there was a pro-am over the weekend where he was playing. He looks, and again, I, I know it's the level of competition is not what he's going to face this season playing big-time college basketball, but he looks good to me. He, I, I remain on the train of if we have a disastrous season this season, whatever your bar is for that, if it's another disaster, I don't think that Sky Clark is going to be the primary reason why, unless it's an injury that keeps him out. I think he's going to do his part this season. I am concerned about, once again, the lack of a secondary ball handler, a guy who can take over his duty. He can't play 40 minutes a game. We saw how much that affected L. Ellis last season. We saw how much that hurt us. We need somebody else to be able to play that role. And Tyler Johnson's still not on campus. I don't know you know, the, the, the update that people were giving for people who had positive news a couple of weeks ago was he's graduating uh, June, I think, 23rd was the day, and he'll be on campus June 26th. He's not here yet. So I, I think there's still a great issue out there. That's what I was told a month ago. It sounded like they weren't overly optimistic about it. The fact that he's still not here on July 3rd has me concerned for sure. But we need him, if for nothing else, to give some competition to – to Sky Clark because Hersey Miller is back. We know what Hersey Miller can do. He's not legitimate competition for Sky Clark in practice. Nor again, again, he plays hard as hell. I love Hersey Miller, but he's not a capable ACC point guard. He's not a guy that you feel comfortable playing ten to twelve minutes when Clark needs a break, or if he's in foul trouble, or if he's just not playing. Well. Unlike Cron Davis, who is is has the ACC capabilities. Is that what it was? Suitable. For ACC simple, play. Simple, yeah. Now, the, as far as Caron Davis is concerned, at 6'7", the only report the CDK had about him was he has considerable guard skills. So, <laughs> Poor guy gets no good reviews. <laughs> we'll see, I mean, we'll see, like, we don't know. It's the most vague reviews. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what that means. I want to see him for my own with my own eyes. I can, I'm very excited to see if Caron Davis can really play or not. If he is, it's one of the greatest recruiting stories that, that we've seen here. If he can't, it's a, a huge question mark for why this, this happened. Um, he did talk in the report about Hersey Miller. that he's improved. He's still around, though my guess is this season his role will be diminished on court while he provides experience and maturity for his young mates to tap into. I hope so, but <laughs> we're going to need a secondary ball handler, whoever that winds up being. If it, if, it's, if it can be Trenton Flowers, great. Cool. Perfect. If it can be Mike James, we tried it last year, was a disaster. Can it be Trey White? He didn't play that role really at all at USC last season. We'll see. I mean, maybe Hersey's just that much better. Maybe, maybe somebody. We maybe Karan Davis can be that guy. We just don't know at this point. And it, I think we're all a little bit worried because this is the same types of conversations that we were having this time a year ago, and that ended up being not great. Really? Yeah. So there you go. But the highlights, I I, I give props to the the 35th and KY Sports Media guys. They put out the video on their account uh, at 35KY Sports Media. The video of Sky Clark playing in the pro am over the weekend. He looked, he looked capable. He looked, he looked very good. Better question is, did we get any statements from Kenny Payne in any way? Well, no, we're just not going to hear anything from Kenny Payne. I, I mean, we hear Jeff Walls has been talking a bunch lately. They're making their way up to Canada for their exhibition tour. Their first game, I believe, is on Friday, uh, July seventh. I think they're going to play in Toronto. They went to, they saw Dana Evans play. In Chicago on their way up there last night. That was cool to see. Nice. Uh, I know he's done a, a, a bunch of media sit-downs. I mean, we've heard from we've, we've heard from everybody basically besides Kenny Payne, and I just I just don't think he's going to do media stuff in the summer. I, I don't think we're going to hear anything from him until we get to you know, the 
the parts of the season where he has to, where he's obligated by his contract to talk to the media. I don't, I don't think we're going to get up to I mean, we, we've gotten We got a football summer update from MJ Griffin and, uh, and Jawar Jordan over the weekend. They haven't had like any practices since fall camp closed. It's just they're giving us an update on summer workouts, which I appreciate. But maybe we'll start getting something at some point this summer, but we have not heard. Gene Payne's wife will tell you he never shuts up when he's at home, too, probably. I don't know. I, I don't believe that. He's <laughs> a chatterbox. I don't believe that. A couple – another thing that caught my eye over the weekend, I watched the highlights of the first game. I didn't watch any of the highlights of the second game, but the USA under-19 basketball team, the, the team that Trenton Flowers made the first cut for but got cut the second well, they, I think, are the first under-19 team at the FIBA World Cup to not win gold in, like, 30 years. And not only that, they lost to France in the semifinals. This is a, a France team that doesn't have. Maybe that's why Francis Fallen was being trending. I don't think that's right. Huh. They, they don't. You know, France is playing without Victor Wembyama and, yeah. and three of the other kids that just got drafted that are technically age eligible to play in these in these games. The same. And they still beat America. And then the U.S. got worked in the bronze medal game by Turkey. Like like apparently just looked inferior the entire time. Trail from start to finish, just didn't have the same. And this is backing up what a lot of people in the recruiting world have said. And I, I don't go out to the recruiting camps. I don't go to the AAU tournaments. I, I couldn't tell you the strength of one class to another. But all of the recruiting guys have said 2023 and 2024 are the weakest recruiting classes we've ever tracked, we've ever followed. And this seems to be some more fuel for that. And I think it, it the big – the way that that pertains to us is we have a team that is going to rely heavily on this class, and then it, hopefully if you kill it in the 24 class, it's going to be probably pretty reliant on the 24 class as well. I think will be an interesting case study. Kentucky will really be an interesting case study because for as much as, as the freshmen played a diminished role last season in college basketball, if the 23 class is in fact even weaker, it's going to be that tenfold this season, right? And that would seem to hurt a UK team that will be very reliant on its number one rated recruiting class coming in this season. So if DJ Wagner and you know Bradshaw and, and Dillingham and all these guys don't translate as well to the college game as some more strong classes have been in recent years, you'd think that would hurt Kentucky. You'd think it would also hurt us. You know, we'll see. Well, it hurts more because they're at least getting the top guys in the top ten. We're getting the guys in the top, you know, in the 60s. Yeah, but I mean, we're pl- I mean, Trent Flowers is going to play for us this year. I know. Williams and Glenn are going to play some role for us this year. Dennis it, Evans, a lot of people want him to be the starting center this year. Well, I mean, does it worry you though that that, that that Flowers doesn't make a team that that played so badly? It's something for sure. I, I mean, mean it, it's, it, it's it, we're sitting here talking about how bad this team was. Now there was a lot of talk from recruiting people too that the coaches just didn't select the best players. Who were the coaches, by the way? I know Tad Boyle was one of them. I think it was Tad Boyle, Leon Rice from Boise State. It was all guys that I really liked. It doesn't say I like Tad Boyle. I'm, I'm impartial for Leon Rice, but Leon Rice is hilarious. Yeah, I'm not. I'm I'm I'm, on, I'm not pro or con, but the other assistant was somebody that I liked too. Um, and now it's driving me crazy. I mean, in fairness, so it's not like those guys have really done a lot of winning in postseason. Though. <laughs> well, no, but they they they've gone to programs that have had not no. a whole lot of success and they've done very well. Boyle's done a really good job of getting the under the radar Cali kids into Colorado. He also they've got the, you know, this year again, talking going back to being on on freshman. They have the highest rated recruit in the history of the program. I think the number 6 overall player in the class is going really? to Colorado. Uh Mike Boynton is the other guy from Oklahoma State. So three okay. guys, yeah. three guys that I really like, but there was some criticism that they did not pick the best players. I don't and, and these recruiting guys, they don't didn't specify 
who they're talking about. So maybe it wasn't Flowers. Maybe, you know, who, who knows? But who knows? I know there were some surprise cuts the first go round, and they thought that maybe they didn't give as much credence as they should to the twenty four class. But regardless, it was a pretty much a disaster for that USA team, not even meddling at the the FIBA World Cup. But it does it does make me even more interested to see how freshmen are going to compete this season. And if they don't, I mean, John Calipari, who the the, the whining and moaning about. How could it's unsafe for 18-year-old kids to be going up against 25-year-old men in college basketball these days? Is only going to grow stronger. Which it's is okay in the NBA, though. It's it's fine in the NBA. Yeah, in the NBA, it's fine, but here it's not. Well, also it was fine when it was I guess 18-year-olds going up against 23-year-olds, like when you had really good freshman classes and stuff. How dare did he let Patrick Patterson practice against? Feeble Anthony Davis back in the day? Nah, Patrick spent most of the time on the corner eating his boogers. He was a man. He he loved boogers. <laughs> Great throwback joke. <laughs> the heyday of the sports internet. Oh, UK fans hate when they when you bring up the booger. I totally forgot about it. They still deny it, it too. I think TJ and like Nickel deny it to this day. Like he did. You can't prove it. There's a video of it. <laughs> Which reminds me, I watched Revenge of the Nerds on Saturday night. They came on Stars, you know, booger. And like, you've seen Revenge of the Nerds, right? I have. Okay. Like, is there any like? Could you imagine the awkward conversation that the nerd and the, like the blonde cheerleader hooks up at the end would have <laughs> with, their, with their kids on how they met? Like, yeah, mom thought how you mom, mom thought daddy was their ex boyfriend. Meanwhile, I was giving away pictures of your mom topless to make money to beat her uh, to become president of the society, Greek society. Like, <laughs> I wonder if she dumped him when she found out he gave away all the nude pictures of her. I don't know. Good question. Then again, I don't know. Maybe they hooked up. She'd probably be okay with it. We're talking about this wrestling movie, by the way, that, that my buddy is, is an extra in, and Shaw Moth. Texted it and he said Eric had to sign NDAs when he was in movies, so it's probably not uncommon that you can't really talk about it. But he said maybe it's this one. There's a, a story from WOKY about a new wrestling movie that's being shot in Louisville. The plot is it's based on a book about Mildred Millie Burke, a famous female yeah. wrestler in the early to mid 1900s. And She's I, in the 50s. Yeah, I, I, I guess. She's married to Billy Wolf. That's what this is. Queen of the Ring is what it's being called on IMDb. So. Well, I guess it's why Charlotte's in it. She's, Char- she's, she's the the queen, you know, Charlotte Flair. Oh, gotcha. And she's uh, she plays the, the whole role. Uh, I mean, I, I, think, I think I saw yeah, where her and there's another wrestler in it too. Uh, it's probably doing this playing a small role, but yeah, Mildred Mildred Burke. When she was yeah, I know there's a book about her, but I know, I know the name. I've never watched any of her stuff because it's from the fifties. But well, and you're cyclist. Yeah, and I just I knew she's I know I know of her reputation though. Um, I'd be interesting. I'd be curious to see. I mean, I'm don't know the acting chops of Charlotte Flair, but. I'd be interested in that movie. Yeah, let's check it out. It's a good movie. Good movie's a good movie, right? See Collins missing front tooth. Is it bad that I still watched? I didn't. I never got to watch. I never got to like make myself or not make myself, but get into watching season two of the Bear yet. It's not a good time for the Bear. It's not, and I keep hearing everybody is talking about like season two. I just finished it. It's, it's people that I like are like it's one of the best seasons of TV I've ever seen. So if you watch season one, and you kind of liked it. I feel like you need to watch season. Two. That's that's. I got two other people told me the same thing. Like season two is much better. Season one, I was I finished. I'm like, this is uh, this is what everybody's raving about. I mean, it's it was okay. It wasn't. I finished it, but I mean, I finished a lot of things that didn't mean it's great. Do you want some football news? Sports news? Football news? Football? Yes. Brom. Look, we the domination of California athletics continues. Aha, beautiful. We, were, we have landed. We've Nick, taken over the Hall Valley. We have landed Nick Lopez, California kicker transfer, coming from the Pac-12. We need it because they keep taking uh, 
Um, the kickers and punters keep getting poached. Cali, it's bad enough we they they had the worst record in basketball to us. I mean, Nick Lopez, project of Matter Day High School, the famous high school in Santa oh, Ana, yeah. California. He appeared in two games during his time with Cal, both coming in 2021. Averaged 61 yards on three kickoffs with a pair of touchdowns. I don't know. What that, I think touchbacks is what they mean. And converted his only field goal attempt, 34 yard, which says to me, never missed. Never missed in college. I heard hundred percent accuracy. That's, that's, that's what I heard. He's a perfect. He's a, he's a perfect kicker in college. And he kicked out of the back of the end zone on kickoffs. There's a Plumber Lopez connection here. Kicker quarterback. That that famous comment. They're both coming from Cal. They've got some. I'm sure they hung out a lot. I'm sure they're best friends. Good for team camaraderie. Good for team chemistry. Good for our special teams. I'm all about it. Suck it, Cal. We continue to own you. <laughs> who did, who, what did our kicker transfer to? Uh, the punter transferred to Colorado. Colorado. The kicker transferred to Michigan. Okay, yeah, yeah. Losing to Michigan, I guess it's not a bad. And and yeah, prime. It's it's what it is. Not to mention that punter's like the only one that's still in the. I mean, they didn't get kicked off the team too. That's true. You sit on. Uh, let's give some props to also a Louisville boy. Yeah. Will Smith, Louisville native, KCD product, St. Matthews Little League product, U of L product. Now Los Angeles Dodger, an NL All Star for the first time. Should have happened a couple of times before this, but officially really? he's an NL, he's a National League All Star. I thought he made it like last year or something. He should. Last year was the year where he got screwed because he didn't. Say. He was like second in the 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 fan voting, so he's not a starter. And whoever they, they picked over him, I think it was the it was not the Cubs. It was somebody had like worse or whatever. But it, that, that's not who it was. It was somebody else. Maybe uh-huh. the Astros catcher. They had he had worse stats across the board than Will Smith, and everybody was like, "That's kind of ridiculous," but. Smith gets in this year. He's a National League All-Star. The surprising thing locally, at least for me, the Reds only get one All-Star. Well, you're you're guaranteed one All-Star. Though. Right, and that's all they get. Yeah. I wonder if the Dodgers Will Smith got product of they probably had they had like multiple people sent and they were just like, We can't just send everybody off this team. Well, that's not really how it works. I mean, the yeah. Braves have like eight All-Stars. I get I mean, you know, it's true. Braves are pretty good too, also. Though. The Braves yeah, the Braves lineup is ridiculous. Braves, yeah, like, <laughs> but I mean the so the Reds have one all star. The Brewers, who are tied with the Reds, have one all star. The Cubs, who are what, four and a half games behind everybody, have four all stars. Seems, seems a little bit wrong. Marcus Stroman and Darby Swanson are the only two that come to mind. Uh, I don't have the list in front of I was gonna say I can't even I mean, maybe there's somebody steal of the other pitcher they have, I think is decent. Let's see. They've got. You know, they have no starters. The starters are all basically all Braves and Dodgers, and then of course Luis uh, Arias, who's hitting four hundred. Then one poor guy from Colorado Rockies. <laughs> the cut. Yeah, the Cubs have Steele, Steel and Stroman. Okay, and then it's Darby Swanson. I assume's on there. Yeah, I guess. I I mean, he's probably their best offensive player, which is in a lot, but. Yeah, Swanson's on there too. Okay, good lord, can I name all four Cubs All Stars? <laughs> hand to God, I'm not seeing this list anywhere. <laughs> it's, it's pretty impressive. Honestly. I mean, yeah, I was gonna say. I'm trying to think who else. Oh, uh, who's the second baseman? It's got power. Um, I think about no, the, the the Cubs. They just have three. Those, those, oh, there's only three. Oh, sweet. That's it. Uh, I can't remember the second baseman's name. I messed up the stat. It was the fourth place Cubs have three All Stars. I was thinking it was the third place all Cubs right. have four All Stars. Just three. But the Reds only. Do you, can you name the Reds only All Star? Um. Probably Tyler Stevenson, Alexis Diaz, closer. Only one to only one to make it. Stevenson. He's been out most of the year. No, he hasn't. I thought he was injured most earlier. No, year. Diaz has been great. Okay, I knew he had. I knew he's been good, but he's healthy. But he's been in there, but I thought he was injured. Early. He's been. He's the rare. He's the rare red who's been healthy the entire year. To him or Steer, I could have. I would have put. Steer in is the one that I. Steer and Friedel, I thought had legitimate care. I mean, Steer. 
is first on the Reds in home run. I think he's second in RBI. Yeah, he's been terrific. Um, But Diaz should have made it for sure. He's got 23 saves this season. I think only two blown saves. One of them just happened. I I thought didn't he? I think he saved like 20 in a row or something at one point. Yeah, at one point he yeah yeah, he going back to last year he had like Ah, like 34 saves and 35 tries. Uh, But he's been really really good. And uh, Steer, I thought, deserved some love. Friedel, I feel like if Steer or Friedel were on different teams, bigger market teams where they were Braves, they would have gotten on there. But I did, there's a part of me that kind of likes it. I like adding to the mentality of this, this whole, like, oh yeah, baby Reds against the world type thing. Everybody, you know. no, one, no one's forced. How many did the Blue Jays get? Do you have it in front of you? Uh, I can look it up. I mean, I'd like to think we at least had maybe more, obviously more than one. I'd like to think we've got maybe two. I don't know. I can't think anybody on our pitching staff that would have made it, though, to be honest with you. I mean, Vlad and Bichette were like the automatic two that would come to mind. Maybe Spring. Uh, Kevin Gossman made it. Oh, Gossman did get it. Bo Bichette okay. and Bo- Vlad, Vlad Jr. Okay, so the two of the three. I, I didn't and know. And Whit Merrifield. I don't like Whit Yeah, he's having a good season. I don't know. I'm, just, I'm not a big fan of his for some reason. All right, let's go ahead and take a break. When we come back, we'll take some more text on the Thornton's text line at 502-414-1450. It's Mike Rutherford Show here on a Monday on 1450 and 961, The Big X. Here on 1450 and 96.1 The Big X, celebrating America here on the eve of 4th of July. Is We, we couldn't come up with 4th last movie. Is there one song that like matches with 4th, really? Like, I've been doing like just kind of like USA and fireworks and stuff like just. I feel like Party know. in the USA was a pretty good starter. Yeah, I went with Party in the USA and then we do fireworks and I got, you know, ROCK in the USA and a little Neil Diamond lined up, maybe. I don't know. Am I obligated to play Toby Keith? No. <laughs> You're never obligated to play Toby. I mean, can you can you not do like a Fourth of July like soundtrack and not have a country song on it? It, it does feel kind of wrong. I mean, it does, yeah, it does feel weird. It's like getting a sandwich, a burger without putting cheese on it. <laughs> I, I'm with you. Uh, we are on the air today. So not celebrating the holiday just yet. We will be off tomorrow. But we'll be here until about 6 o'clock, or unless I pass out here. I don't know what's going on with the, the, the health there. They had to throw it a little early. Not feeling great all of a sudden. I don't know what's going on. But here's I way. will give you mouth-to-mouth if needed. I can't. That's why I'm trying to re- maintain consciousness here. Hit us up at 502-414-1450 <laughs> on the Thornton's text line. Help us out today. Help us get to the finish line at 6 o'clock. We're kind of going over odds and ends. I don't even know what we talk about now. I feel like my mind just got wiped out. All-stars, I feel like we were talking about that. Yeah. Uh, the Blue Jays do have four All Stars. Oh, you, you said yeah, yeah, before you and yeah, with uh, Merrifield, yeah. But the Reds got screwed just having one. You did, but I kind of like it. I'm okay with it. Just add to the us against the world mentality. Let's do it. Should you should baseball get rid of the one representative rule in All Stars? I want to say yes, but it does. Lead, I don't know if you saw the story. I mean, like it the, just doesn't matter. It's All Star. Who cares, really? But I mean, kind of. Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely does lead to some fraudulent. I guess all-star appearances, like you know, 
Like, do the A's really deserve? I, I, I love the. I'm assuming Brent Rooker's the, they're all they're all. He was, and yeah. I, I thought it was really cool. They showed the video of him. You know, he's a guy who's he's barely played. He, you know, he's kind of been up and down. He's on four different teams, like yeah. limited amount of playing time, and then he finally gets an everyday role this year with the A's and turns it into an All Star appearance. Like that's a, that's an awesome story. It's a cool story of they perseverance. Have a good season. But does a team that's 41 games under 500 right now really deserve to have an All Star? It's a different discussion. But the whole thing about all-Star and like having it tied to your legacy, whether we're talking about the, the NBA or the MLB, is sort of a weird thing because it just means you're the like really good first half season. Like you can be you, you can have an overall bad year and still be an all-star. Yeah. And a lot of times, you know, the, the, the names that are the starters, the, the ones that get voted in by the fans in both leagues are just the biggest names in the sport. And then occasionally you'll have a guy that's just his performance, like Luis Arias this year, is so dominant and so so good that you have no choice but to vote him in. That's kind of what the All-Stars have, have, have become. I don't know. It, it's, a, it's a fair question, but I kind of like it. Just include more as more, many people as possible. I mean, I just – I mean, is it really – what, what kind of does – means less to, like, brag about when you talk All-Star appearances? You, did you mention NBA and baseball being, like, quote-unquote first-half uh, accomplishments – or where you have in the NFL, where you may be a you may be a you know All Star slash Pro Bowler, but you don't, you're only in there, you were like the fourth option because every, the people in front of you were injured and nobody wanted to play the game. They didn't want to play, want to play the game. Yeah, it's it's and now they now they've changed that because they don't actually do a full on game. So more people will just like the Pro Bowlers will just be the Pro Bowlers. But yeah, it used to be like and I know we love him, but like Teddy Bridgewater was a Pro Bowler his second year because he was like the fourth reserve that got they had yeah. like eight Pro Bowl quarterbacks in the NFC out of sixteen teams. Like that was yeah that's that's a little much. When I think of all when you talk about the first half all the 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 one that came comes to my mind. I, I think I brought this up for to you before and you didn't even remember him. And if so, maybe bring up your dad's Jack Armstrong of the Reds. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it didn't, he, didn't ring a bell. He, he was. I, I want to say he started like eight and zero. Uh, I'm bringing it up real quick. So he was eight and one at the All Star break. Was the All Star game starter in the World Series year, 1990, and ended up finishing like twelve and eight. I mean, <laughs> he was he was the he's the All Star Game starter, I believe. That's what the system lends itself to, for sure. And he ended up finishing twelve and nine on that on that World Series team. I guess he was like the fifth starter, technically. The All Star Game, still though, I think in, in baseball is still the only All Star Game that's like semi worth watching because you know. Yes, I, I mean, do they still have the the advantage for? No, they they, they got rid it. of that. Yeah, I mean, they, when they went to a tie, I mean. I don't know. Also, I just it does bug me that they have like limits. You can't like a pitcher can't be out there more than two innings. I mean, they they, they, they the, some of the rules they have around the All Star Game have kind of made it. I don't know, kind of. I don't want to say annoying, but less enticing. Well, as a fan, I mean, you want you don't want your pitcher throwing more than two innings. You know, you don't want like I don't want any. Of my, I, like I hope Diaz doesn't even appear. Like I, I'd prefer him just not to <laughs> to get work. Like I, you know, I don't want him out there. Why do we even play these games anymore? Same with the, the we just talked about the NFL. People just pass on it. I mean, the NBA does it because no. I mean, but NBA players probably turn down All Star appearances too, don't they? Yeah, I don't think so. Not as much. No, I mean it's you know it's it's you don't have to really try the game. You're well, they don't try during the season either. Because I mean, but if you're a pitcher out there, you know you can you can half ass it, and you're still throwing like what three miles an hour less than you normally. You're still getting work. Like you're still, especially if you're a closer like Diaz. Like that's that's a day of work if you yeah. if you go out there and throw an inning. I mean, pitchers like a wrestler, you're always on a bump count. 
Yeah. Eventually, yeah. you're going to pitch count, bump count. You're eventually going to hit that lim- that career limit, and it's all gone. Um, there you go. That's, that's enough all-star talk. Anyway, TJ no, Friedel no, no, no. or Spencer Stewart should have been on there. 502-414-1450 is the Thornton's tax line. Texas says, have you tried the MLB's immaculate grid yet? The Reds make an appearance. I still haven't done it. I know that the Texas said, since I did last week, about the, the new game. It's like the new Wordle for, for baseball. And it's, oh, I haven't done Wordle a lot of fun. days, too, damn it. I, haven't, I, haven't, I still haven't tried. I haven't tried either. I saw somebody posted their answers the other day, and it looked like something that I would not be good at, though. Well, I know there was like a, wasn't there like a Wordle version for like NFL players' names, too, at one point. Was there? I think so. I want to say it was. Cause I tried doing it one time. Did you was, you did the, that music wordle thing for a while, right? The hurdle, yeah, yeah. Did you, have you kept doing that? I haven't done it for months. And it, it just got to the point where it was almost always. If I didn't get it within the first like two times, I wasn't going to get it, and I would just skip all, skip to the end. I think if you looked at like my my track record on there, it was like I either got it within the first two notes, or I wasn't had no chance of getting it at all. Texas, Trevor, by your own logic, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. John McClane is only there because of Christmas, and the bad guys specifically do the job during Christmas. Well, but they're not robbing the Nakamura Towers because of Christmas. Just because it happens, it happens, Christmas is in the background. I mean, the movie Hook happens during Christmas. It doesn't mean it's a Christmas movie, does it? Does Hook happen during Christmas? I don't even remember. That's why he's in England to, to visit his, his, his grandmother is because it's Christmas. And then, you know, his daughters get his son and daughter get kidnapped by what's the name of the pirate in it? Hook. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, really? <coughs> oh, whatever. That's still not worse than the time of the last car accident I got in, which wasn't my fault. And I was trying to remember the times I had I was trying to remember the name of the, the insurance company to call it. And I was with my friend, I'm like, I don't know the name of it. He's like, What do you have? I'm like, Safe Auto. You're like, one eight hundred, safe auto. He's like you don't know the number? I was like, no, look it up. Oh, <laughs> like, it took me like two he just stared at me for like 30 seconds to click through my head. <laughs> the, the, the the tweet that somebody had sent in earlier that, they, that didn't work originally when they were talking about this was actually me when the Titans drafted Will Levis, it's a tweet that I, so I quote tweeted earlier today too. It's a woman who says, not to be rude, but I genuinely don't believe that men get their heart broken. Oh, yeah, that's that's a woman who has no soul. And I said, I sent my tweet in for after we lost to DePaul, where I was like, DePaul Day's dead, we're all dead, I'm dead, everything's dead. Like, that was that was me. But, I mean, you've had your heart broken before, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, that's the woman that says that is probably cheated on every boyfriend she's had, probably. Well, I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be, like, from a relationship. Like, you can get heartbreak in other ways. Like I, yeah, That's true. You know, somebody dying, somebody, yeah, something terribly happening. Men can definitely have their heart broken. Yeah, that's, that's ridiculous to say. Texture says, um, we're four weeks away from fall practice starting. Football season is nice. Four weeks from today. It'll so be 60 days? Yeah. Well, no, no four no. weeks. I thought it was 30, 31 days. 31 days to practice. Or 28 days, I guess. Yeah. I love how this is getting lower and lower. Four weeks, seven days in a week. Seven times four, we got there. We finally got there. 28 days. I guess it's, uh, he, I, but I don't think that's right. I don't, I don't think it's July 31st. I think the first day of fall camp, I want to say, is August 4th, which is like a Friday. Close enough, though, isn't it? We're, yeah, we're, we're basically four weeks away. Football reports coming. There's this weird, I don't say not weird, but like they, they're promoting this Top Gun thing that's premiering tonight. Top Have you Gun? seen that? Like, yeah, the U of L football, like tomorrow, 7 o'clock, Top Gun, like Louisville, like Brom or whatever. And I was like, I have no idea what this is, but I'm excited about it. And then I got a little bit of intel about what it's about. Well, what is it about? They're 
they're reenacting they're, a scene from from Top Gun with key figures in the U of L football program. Uh, the volleyball scene? I don't. I'm not t- saying which. It's got to be the volleyball scene. I mean, maybe it's from the the remake. God, I hope they don't do that. That means the season's gonna suck. No, I mean, you don't want you don't want you don't want to start off on a bad foot of doing a crappy movie remake. Why don't you just you know? I still get Sandlot three or something. Don't compare Sandlot three to Top Gun. Maverick. You're right, Sandlot two. I'm sorry. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> it's the same movie, <laughs> but it's happening tonight at seven o'clock. People are excited about it. Oh, that'd be awesome to volley. <laughs> Texas says you got a question for the, the person who's doing the nine 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 thing tonight, the Reds game with their friends. Might says, be, I might be the most straight man that loved that volleyball scene. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. He says, How would how are these people affording this? A nine 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 plus tickets would cost a fortune. That is an expensive well, No, you, you go sit in the outfield. Tickets, you can get you can go to Reds game for like ten bucks. I don't know about tonight. I mean, maybe not. You tell me like the, the upper level like Well tonight is in it's in DC anyway. So. Well, okay, yeah, but well, it's probably cheaper ten dollars than and in Washington, like the third worst team in, in baseball. They're not good. Yeah, I mean they traded because they traded away all their uh, Turner and Soto and everybody. Yeah, they're, they're rebuilding. Yeah, they, I don't know if they do specials for. I know they play early tomorrow on Fourth of July at eleven. But I'm sure they're doing. They probably have some fireworks and some show. It's probably why they're playing at six oh five tonight. I assume they're doing something afterwards, which maybe will draw a higher crowd. But even then, like I mean. Yeah, beers at the game are now that's fourteen where you, bucks. Yeah, I was gonna say, I, I mocked the the ticket reference because I think that is the tickets probably by far the cheapest thing you're on that list. Yeah, I think it's more about the beers and the hot dogs. Yeah, because the beers ten bucks. I think it's more than that probably. I mean, it's just we'll, we'll that's ninety bucks right there. Yeah, I mean we're just gonna Without try to be tipping. nice. Say ninety bucks. Yeah, let's say a hundred even. And the hot dogs are probably three or four bucks each. Yeah, I mean you're spending. Let's say five, just for for bleeps and giggles. You're spending five. about 150 bucks on this, just the food and drink. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot. It's like when I went to the Titans game, I spent forty dollars to park for a twenty dollar ticket. <laughs> you do find yourself in those situations. Oh, right? I, it was. In, I was yeah, the sad thing was was I thought I was I paid that much because I thought I was parking close and it wasn't even that close. Um, Texture says. That movie is probably the wrestling movie with Charlotte Flair and Uncle, Uncle Baby Billy from Righteous Gemstones. Never seen Righteous Gemstones. I saw the new seasons coming out. It doesn't look. It looks kind of. Eh. Texas, the Village Eight is current. The building is currently owned by Norton, but the Historical Society of Louisville won't let them tear it down because apparently it's a historical building. So now it's just been broken into, and all the coppers stolen out of it, and homeless people are living in there. Size so any different than when it was operational? <laughs> but are they bringing in their own food or not? Did you ever? Did you ever get yelled at in a movie? I, I get, Village Eight's the only place I ever got yelled at for getting "quote unquote" caught for bringing in food. I once snuck in a pint of ice cream to Village Eight and ate it all during the theater, the entire pint. <laughs> well, my my defense, I like, pulled it out like I was in the lobby. Like, just, I remember the last, one of the last times I went to one of the last times was a couple of years ago. I went to Tinseltown, and I had a drink with me, and I was trying to be all sneaky. My buddy's like, "Dude, they don't really give a bleep anymore." Yeah, they don't care. Like they, they, they never really cared. Like it used to be like you had to make the big, you, know, you bring in the big purse or whatever, and you sneak everything in. But that's, I'm still, I'm still the guy that gets wants to get popcorn. I still buy popcorn to drink when I go to a movie, though. I see. I, I go so infrequently that I, feel like cost, I can't talk about like what my movie tendencies are anymore. Well, the last time you went to a movie, which was what uh, Stars Born, did you get popcorn and a drink? I don't see. I don't even remember. It's been like five years. I, I did. They ate the popcorn at the the White Man Can't Jump premiere, but that was, okay. it was free. Well, that's true. Yeah. Now you talk about like the nine for nine versus ticket price. By the way, the Reds Nationals 
Tickets are as low as as twenty dollars, so I guess nationals are selling a little bit now. As I say, that's uh, that's probably probably because it's the holidays too. But um, Yankees Orioles are thirteen dollars. Well, I'm saying like I'm <laughs> sure that I, th- I think they have a big like fireworks and thing in DC. Like, in yeah, the yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just I think that's kind of with movies. I mean, by the time you get, I mean, I can't. I don't get a large. I just get like a medium, but I get a large drink. I mean, it's like twenty bucks. Yeah, it's a lot. The movie, well, again, movies I guess do cost. Braves and Guardians tickets are $95. They re- There's no way. That's why that caught my attention so quickly. I was like, I mean, I know the Braves are like a popular in Cleveland. I can't, but tickets as low as 95 It's in Cleveland. Is Cleveland having like a show after the game or something? Is Beyonce it. playing there after the show? <laughs> like, it's so weird. You go down, I'm on the, you know, ESPN where you got to, you know, see the tickets as low as thing. It's like 2016, 13, 11. 95. Yeah, there's no way. <laughs> and then there's a there's a Padres is 60 and Giants is at 61 and then the Dodgers games at 22. Like just so odd the number that it'd be at say $95. Seems outrageous. That's the same thing. Um Texture says, "Why did we sign Tyler Johnson? Could they not get a mid-major guard?" Um no, they couldn't. <laughs> That's what it seems like. That's what it's, yeah, I mean, they kind of know. I mean, I think they. I mean, why we did we get Tyler Johnson? I mean, the fact he's he might not be eligible is, you know, reasonable to ask. But the weird thing is, he also like doesn't fit the mold of guys that Kenny Payne is like. We, you know, it became a joke. He only wants guys over six five. He loves all the wings. He likes big guards. Yeah, Tyler Johnson's six foot tall, and he's, I mean. If that was the big deterrent for Kenny Payne when it came to recruiting transfer portal guards from the mid-major level, why is he then taking a flyer on a a six-foot freshman guard? I mean, it, again, like I mean, like I you mean, said, unless we just thought he couldn't get some of these guys that were in the transfer portal, I, I didn't really understand it. I do like Tyler Johnson's game. I do think he's somebody that can help us. But especially now that it seems like he's got eligibility issues, it makes it makes the whole thing even Make less sense to me. I mean, we just wanted any guard. I mean, no, you know, no offense to Hersey Miller, but well, a capable guard. I mean, I don't. I mean, we hope he's capable. I just want you know more 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 polish you throw against the wall, better chance you have one's going to stick. The so the uh, the nine This is taking over the show now. The nine 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 guy is he's clarifying. To be clear, we are doing the nine 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 challenge at a friend's house. We cannot afford that at a ballpark. Well, I don't know if it's that affordable at a ballpark. Nine hot dogs, nine beers at home. Slightly more doable, but that's still gonna be you, you're gonna be fat throwing up and, and very drunk. <laughs> I mean, one of those things that we don't think you're gonna be fat. I mean, well, feeling fat, <laughs> yeah, you'll feel, yeah, you will feel very full. I mean, I've, I, I think the last because last time I grilled out hot dogs, and when I say grilled, I meant my mom, uh, like I didn't eat the buns. I think I ate like six hot dogs. You didn't eat the buns, no, just grilled them out, and I like them like extra burnt on the outside too. So you're just eating a charred wiener. I mean, not as I wouldn't have said it so elegantly as you did, but you are the the visual. You are, you are the journalist here. I can't not even. I, I have to picture it now, and it's just you holding like a charred wiener and just eating it without a bun. Actually, a handful of charred wieners, all at once. No, no, no. I eat them one at a time, but it only takes two bites to eat a hot, deep one. Eat half of one with one bite and the other half with the other bite. This visual is disgusting. I, I mean, I can eat a whole white castle in one bite. I can get up to three white castles in my mouth at once. 
We did have some, not, not to end the second hour on a, a very sad note, but there was some sad news over the weekend. I don't know if you saw that Fitz the Elephant, the baby elephant at the Louisville Zoo. He, they announced on, I want to say Friday, that he had contracted a, a viral issue that was very uh-huh. serious, very deadly. And then yesterday they announced that he had passed. Um, so Fitz uh-huh. the Elephant, three years old. It was, I think everybody was sad. Didn't you, didn't you just ride him recently? Well, no, you don't. They don't. You don't ride the elephants anymore. They do still do camel rides at the zoo. Okay, but no elephant rides, to my knowledge. Didn't they used to elephant rides? Though? They did. I used to ride on the elephant. That's what I thought. I remember being on the elephant. I thought, but it was kind of a cool thing. I mean, Fitz. So Fitz was born the month before my daughter was born, back in 2019. And you know, we started going to the summer. We started going to the zoo the summer after, you know, she, before before she turned one, like summer of 2020, uh, during COVID. And it was always cool, you know, seeing them kind of grow together like you know we just we actually just went to the zoo a couple of weeks ago yeah, like you're week, a zoo guy yeah yeah the, the week before uh, they, they announced this we, we had just seen Fitz he was out there he was roaming about it looked fine and seeing them kind of grow together was a cool thing and it was gonna, always going to be you know we could always tell her you know, Fitz was born right when you were born and you guys and now it's just it's it's super sad to see him pass I know a lot of people were were were, were upset about this and also you feel terrible you know now the the mother elephant I mean you see all those stories all the time like parent animals feel the same type of of loss and remorse and grief that that we go through when something like this happens and i think mickey is the the mother elephant who's 37 like she's going to be i'm sure inconsolable it's all just it's very very sad but this viral illness apparently it only affects i guess asian elephants not african elephants but there is like a only a 20 percent survival rate so you knew when it was they they flew in some antivirals they gave them some medicine but then you knew it was going to be an uphill fight and it happened very quickly, uh, but that was that was very sad. Uh, you hate hearing anything bad happen to the animals at the zoo. It certainly fits was a, a very popular attraction the last few years. Yeah, I missed the development. I know it's very sad. Uh, we'll, we'll take our last break here of, of the second hour. When we come back, five o'clock hour. Way to segue that from charred penises. Well, I was trying. I was trying to you know, <laughs> get <laughs> this out of the way. Can you switch? I think we should switch those stories around. Trevor likes to eat wieners. Very charred and without buns. <laughs> that's that's, a, that's, that's your visual going into the five o'clock hour here. Buns are rated, like like Luke Whitehead once said. I can't stay off acting because I love the bread. <laughs> you, you love L Dub. L Dub, L Dub the one. I, w- I want that whole CD again. I mean, I wish Whitehead's we had, world. I mean, we had like fifty of them at Hills. I wish we hadn't used them for Target practice out back. Have I told you the story? I'm sure I have. When this has come up before about how I had to drive Luke Whitehead to to court. <laughs> Does he live in Louisville still or San Francisco? He, he still is in Louisville. Does he? Okay. But he was when he'd gotten in trouble with the law, like back. I don't in, remember him getting in trouble with the law. He had. I think there was. I think it was like it was weed and, and guns were found at his house or something like that. And I should remember. He is a rapper. <laughs> so the attorney I was working for represented him, and Luke was a super nice guy. He was yeah. always fun to interact with, and yeah, I did the thing. I was, I drove the attorney and Luke to court, and it was, it was like a. 30-second drive. And I just remember Luke was, like, just talking to me before uh, t Clay got in the car with us and was like, do you think there's going to be reporters there? And I'm like, probably, man. I was, I was like, I don't know what you want me to say. <laughs> I was like, probably? I don't, I don't know. Uh, but it was very – like, I was that guy, like, sitting in the car. Is like, he gets out and, like, covers his face from all the, 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 the flash photography and the cameras. <laughs> was, there really, was there reporters there? Yeah, there was, there was a lot. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, it was a it was it was a big story at the time. I guess the simpler times. I don't remember that for some reason. Was this right after U of L time? This was like it would have been like oh nine 
2010. I guess oh, I guess it was probably oh nine. I don't remember that for some reason. Yeah, he's he's been ever fine ever since. I'm sure, they, I talked about it on the radio show I was doing at the time, but yeah. Yeah, they ended up getting. Yeah, I think he he got he basically got nothing out of this. It was it was inflated charges, and he was fine. And he's that been happens. he's been fine ever since. But yeah, at that moment in time, there was I guess not a whole lot else going on in the world. Hey, me and uh, Luke White have something in common. Both been arrested on inflated charges. Damn right. Second break, 5 o'clock hour is on the way next. Keep it locked right here. July 3rd edition of the Mike Rutherford Show rolls on here on 1450 and 5 o'clock hour here at the Mike Rutherford Show on uh, 1450 <laughs> The Big X. Getting you ready for 4th of July. Hopefully you are off today. If not, you're just getting off for the mini holiday week. I was going to say weekend, but like mini holiday in the middle of the week. Thanks for spending some time with us here. we got Bats Baseball coming out uh, your way after us. Um, not right after. 635. 635. Who's the Bats playing this week? Do we know? Indianapolis? That was last week, I think. Yeah, I think they play them again next. Is it this week or they play them next week? Maybe. Um, yeah, they play Indianapolis. They do. Yeah. God, how many? I think it's well. What, what it was game. is I think because they were they up there for Indianapolis or were they they down? were up there. Okay, and because there was no off day between series this year this this week, that's probably why they're just let's both drive down and switch it back to home now. Well, also no, I take it back because you know the bats are usually off on Monday. Yeah. And they did not play they, because it was the midway point of the season. They didn't start this series till Wednesday. So this is just the, this is the last game. They're playing the standard six game series. They just now don't have a day off. They'll go straight from here to Toledo, and they'll play six straight games from Tuesday oh, okay. through, uh, through through Sunday. And then they'll have four days off for All Star Weekend, yep. and then get back into with a three game set against Nashville. That's at home. They'll have nine straight games at home after the break. Three against Nashville, and then six against Columbus. So plenty of opportunities to have fun out there at the ballpark. And if you can't make it out, be sure to listen to all the action of Bats Baseball right here on your home for the Bats, 1450 The Big X. Me and the Bats are both out next week. What's that? I remember you got Scoots next week. Oh, that's right, you're out. Yep. And we'll have to come over here. Me and Sco- I've never done the show with Scoots over here. Oh, you'll be all right. It's no, no different. I mean, you, you, I mean, you won't be able to see him from the mirror anyway. Either way, so, I mean. <laughs> I probably got him to make a fat joke at least to me because I got so mad. Like, Scooch, you just won't like fire back. Scooch is too nice. He is. I'm like, quit being so nice. And like, he just like, <laughs> it almost, it was almost like, damn, because like, I probably kept poking the beer and probably was like, shut up, you fat. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. right to the point. I like it. Wow. All right. Pretty straightforward. It hurts. Now we had some big news. Uh, <laughs> you gave me some big news during the break. The 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 internet and TV is back at Casa de Kelsey. Yes, came on Saturday. Uh, I think mid-afternoon, it was like maybe mid-afternoon, early evening. 
Fine, just just popped on. And uh, that's that's how I got to watch Revenge of the Nerds again. Even though the texter who did bring to my attention the Spectrum app, that dude's awesome. Because I, I, I've actually enjoyed that app. Yeah, you said it, was, it, was, it ended up being a good deal. Yeah, like now, now I know I can, like, you... If there's something streaming, I don't. I can't find something streaming on. I can just throw the app on the my TV on my phone while I'm playing a video game if I want to, which is what I did last night when I was playing. I played a couple games with the Reds while I was still watching the the America's Game Marathon. How's your Reds dynasty going? Uh, good, good. I think you're like I think we're nine and four, eight and five, something like that. I have a winning record, tied for first place right now. That's About good. to start a series with the Braves. Can't wait. <laughs> uh, we got an hour left of the show. Hit us up on the Thornton Stacks line at 502-414-1450. I'm struggling, if you can't tell. Are you okay? Are you, yeah, you're I'm, gonna, not, I mean, I'm not okay here. we got less than, a, less than an hour. I'm doing I mean. the best I can. Um, I don't know what happened. It's fine. Just one of those things. It's a little crash. This is just the, the way this thing works. But we'll, we'll try to power through here and get you to, to 6 o'clock. Uh, I don't know if you saw <clears> – <throat> excuse me. I don't know if you saw that there's a uh, – and I've got no idea if there's any merit to this. But – the early reports out of Ravens camp this summer are the, the, Tyler Huntley and Josh Johnson have not been impressive during practice. And so okay. Jeff, Jeff uh, Shrebik, whose last name I'm sure I'm butchering there, is a senior staff writer for The Athletic. He covers the Ravens. And he said in his write-up of, of practice that they could choose to sign a veteran quarterback as a backup that could make sense like Teddy Bridgewater. Could we have a Lamar-Teddy quarterback room in Baltimore? That'd be awesome. It'd be fantastic. It? It'd be great. Is Teddy? Just, I guess is he a pre? I thought he was on like a two-year deal with Miami. I guess it was only a one-year. Ah, uh, I, I mean, I, I knew he wasn't going to be starting anyway. So, but I, yeah, I, I thought it was a multi-year deal as well. I thought it was a two, and they they may have cut him though. Well, I mean, because they did pick up the option on Tua. So, I mean, he's what, a free agent. He's he a, he's okay. a, he's currently a free agent. So Get him to Baltimore. Let's make it happen. I mean, I would take him. I would take him to Philly over Mariota, who we we signed as our backup. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm, I'm, we may have to throw something here. I'm, I'm struggling big time. Let's go to the text line, 502-414-1450. That'll get me rambling on stuff. Yeah, that's, this is what we need. All right. You read it, I'll ramble. Okay. Um, Trevor, uh, Texture says, Trevor watched the f- entire first season of the Bear in one sitting while playing PS5. His opinion is void. The Bear rules, TK rules. What do you have to say to critics who say that okay, you, you yeah. can't really pay attention when you're watching shows while playing video games? I, I say, I'm sorry, you can't do two things at once. Listen, I mean, how can you not? I mean, my entire life, I, I used to, when I was young, I used to have the two like the two actual TV sets. I had the splitter for my cable. I'd watch TV while I played it. I've been doing it my whole life. I mean, I can't remember a time in my life where I wasn't watching something while playing a video game. That's just how I do it. And, and for the most part, usually, yes, I'm not, I guess, watching it with my eyes is like the traditional manner of it is saying. But I'm listening to it. And that's what matters is the dialogue and, and the jokes. And I mean, I don't need if I, if I had to have, if I had to sit there and watch it point blank, I'd be watching a Michael Bay movie for the visuals only, and no, and no you know dialogue. And, and he, I don't want to do that. And, and and yeah, the fact I watched it in one sitting should tell you that I did like it. So why is my opinion now void? Well, you give me crap for listening to podcasts on like one point two five, saying that you can't really really sit back and enjoy. It. You're not even fully watching the TV show that you're watching. Well, I'm listening to it. Well, that's yeah, it's, and I am watching. I'm both listening and watching. I'm, I look down, but I mean, I'm, the dialogue is the most important part, right? This is why I haven't been able not to watch necessarily. Par- this is, by the way, the, the sole reason why I've not watched Parasite yet 
is because I can't watch it and play a game at the same time because I have to read the, the subtitles. Well, you got time. You're only like five years late. And I've, I've had people, and multiple people who know me, and I trust their opinion when they, they give me suggestions, have said I would like the movie. I thought for some reason you'd said that you'd seen it and you liked it. I try, I think I tried to watch it. And I, it's just also, I'm just not, I'm, I don't like reading subtitles. It's because you play video games when you watch stuff. I don't want to read. I don't want to read anyway. Like if I want to read the what's going on in the plot, I'll just read a book. Like I mean, I, I mean, I'm not saying you can't have subtitles like occasionally. Like you know, I mean, like I, uh, Glorious Bastards has a, a fair amount of subtitles in it, and that's not, I can handle that. But I mean, it's like the whole movie. It's like I mean, I don't know. Um. Texture says season one of The Bear is a fringe Emmy show. Season two is going to clean up at the Emmys. I, I don't know. Season one, I mean, I don't know what the standards of Emmys are, but I mean, it was okay. It wasn't bad. I watched it all the way through. If, it was, if I thought it wasn't any good, I wouldn't have gotten through a couple episodes. I just I, The characters haven't all grabbed me completely yet. I think the guy that plays Lip does a great job. But, I mean, I just... I mean, uh, like I said, that I could just done with one or two less, like, haunting dreams about food. See, I'm saying, I've got no frame of reference. Here. Yeah, I know you don't. Yeah, you still haven't even watched the last episode of Mur- Only Murders in the Building. No. You'll never, you still don't know that Steve, Steve Martin got killed. You, well, you've told me like seven times. Oh, so. yeah, I forgot to tell you that. Did you start Ted Lasso yet, though? I still haven't started Ted Lasso. No. Okay. You need to, I, I, don't know, I was bad on stuff. Yeah, and I, I got to get around to it. Um, yeah, like, you got other stuff to do. I mean, you got, you got what were you? What did you and the kids do with when Mary was gone all day on Friday? Uh, we went to my parents for a little bit, and then uh, came home, played in the backyard for a little bit, and then got them to sleep. And they they were awake late. Um, I think I got John down at like nine. Virginia was awake till like ten. So that was pretty much it. I mean, that's you know I, I don't get out of here till like six thirty. That's true. Yeah. I got picked him up at the babysitters, talked to her for a little bit, took him over to my parents, watched the end of the Reds game. So we left there at like eight fifteen. Got home at like eight thirty. Played outside for a little bit. Had like a late snack, took baths, got went to bed. Okay. It's a boring existence. I know. <laughs> Doing the best we can over here. I don't know. You make it sound exciting, though. It's um, I mean, I'm serious. Like you make me, you make it sound like a roller coaster ride. It is that. It's it, yeah. It's it, it's certainly something. <laughs> Texture says, um, "Independence Day" by Mar- Martina McBride is a damn good song. I remember that song. That's a. Okay, I didn't know that was Let freedom ring. Let the white dove sing. Let the whole world know that today is a day of a reckoning. Do you remember lyrics just listening to one song once? Uh, sometimes. I think I used to be a lot better creepy. at it. It's, yeah. it's, let the I say creepy because I'm jealous of it. <laughs> well, but I think it takes the, the, the spot in my brain of like more important things. I do remember a girl when I was in junior high. It was like if you just spent half as much time on school as you did memorizing rap lyrics, you'd be you'd probably be doing a lot better. And I was like, yeah, you're not wrong. I think one of my favorite Married with Children's is when there's like a sports trivia show that Al wants to go on and win like a TV. And I was so excited at the time because like I just want to hear the questions on the trivia, like you know, twelve year old Trevor wherever I was, and they they wouldn't put him on the show because well he looks like Al Bundy. They were like we want Leo well, younger and more attractive people, so he gets he gets Kelly to get on there and he's. He gets Bud to train her, and he's, he tells him the story about how she can learn anything, but her brain is like a shot glass. You can fill it up with all the knowledge you need, but once you fill it up and it overflows, you're going to replace something old. 
And like so, <laughs> it's the way all of our brains. So like he's like teaching her and like the, you know doing like the montage. He's like, you know, Babe Ruth, so and so home runs goes in one ear and out the other. It goes dinner first, sex next, and then it's like you know somebody rings the doorbell. She's like, what's that? Like she starts she's replacing all the stats and he learned she learned something new at the very beginning of the show. Spoiler, uh, she can't get the buzzer to work. He's like, you got to push it, not pull. And she's like, oh okay. So she gets to the final round. The last question is. Who scored four touchdowns for Polk High? And, the, <laughs> and she's like, push, don't pull? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is everything. Typical Al Bundy fashion. Classic. Yeah. Um, Texture says, not going to lie, the 999 challenge doing it at home took all the cool out of it. It kind of does, doesn't it? I mean, it's, it's, it's cool enough, but when we thought it was at the ballpark initially, it was just Can it you really provided a different visual. I mean, I don't want to be mean, but like, that's kind of nerdy. It's just something to do. Well, I mean, I guess. I just feel like it's better to do it. If we could do a challenge, it do it at location, right? No, not necessarily. I mean, it, ideally, yeah. Like when I, when I hear that you're doing it, I'm assuming it's happening at the ballpark. But That's what I would assume. Yeah, it, it is cheaper to do it at home. Maybe more fun at home. Also, if you yak, it's not public embarrassment, right? I guess. And definitely cheaper. I mean, what point in that age do you just like stop caring about the embarrassment of yakking in public? I don't think any age. <laughs> Moving if on. I'm throwing up in public at 95, <laughs> I'm going to be a little bit embarrassed about it. Why would you 90, first of all, 95, you won't even remember puking probably the next well, that's day. True. Maybe that's the limit. I mean. Sexter <laughs> uh, says, how would you approach the 999 challenge? Do you go heavy on the beers to start and finish with the dogs? You just have to have nine of them each done before the game ends. You choose your approach. I kind of like going at it, and this probably isn't the best way to go about it, but just like doing it by inning. Like, Making sure that I finished the hot dog by inning, making sure I finished the beer by inning. You were kind of saying you'd rather do just like four right off the bat. Like it depends. Like if I go, in, if I have a good little little buzz, non beer buzz when I get there. Because anytime I go to any sporting event, I always buy like a hot dog and a drink. Like it's just to get like same reason I get a drink and a popcorn. Anytime I go anywhere, I might get two hot dogs, but I always get at least a hot dog and a drink. Any event I go to, and souvenir cup, of course. And I would probably, if I had like a non-beer buzz when I got there, I'd probably down like two or three hot dogs right away and then get kind of a head start. And then, yeah, you'd have to have a beer. Man, be, I mean, if you're slamming two beers in, like, in an inning, I mean, that's, that's a good little slam. I don't even want to know what I would look like after nine beers in a two-and-a-half-hour sitting anymore. It'd be bad. Oh, good Lord. I mean, I'd be heckling the players. Could you imagine, I mean, if I'd got my ninth beer by like the seventh inning? I mean, I just, I, I'd... Joey, Joe. I mean, I'd be doing. <laughs> I'm assuming you'd be doing the same thing at home by yourself if you were doing this. Sadly, but true, yeah, yeah, just heckling the TV. I, I think the last time I got a day drunk on, I think I was I started heckling people from my balcony at Rolling Hills. You have a balcony? I had a balcony, yeah. Oh, back in the day. If we tell you, I was in an apartment, Rolling Hills. Like yeah, he's talking like a. I'm having a balcony is beneath me. As a, as a <laughs> I, no, I just didn't. I thought I knew everything about Kelsey Manor, and I, I didn't. No, no, this is why I lived at Rolling. That's Hills. what I said. That's yeah, why yeah. I was surprised. No, I have, a, I have a back porch though. Back porches are nice. Yeah, it's nice. I, I kind of wish on it. we have. A, so we inherited a back deck, and it's cool. I, I like it a lot, but I sort of wish we had a back porch. I mean, it's just it's too much maintenance. Every, like every couple of years, you have to have somebody take all the dead wood out and oh yeah, fix that. Now, my, I do need mine. Does need work, like the, because it's it's cemented on the bottom, and it's it's I don't I won't say pla- I can't remember what this roof is made of, but the the walls of it were like a um, 
a couple of the, the 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 panels have are I need to be replaced. And I've got like I've, it looks like it looks like a, a ghetto car. It's got like a I've got like a tarp covering up one of them. Now, yeah. yeah, I mean it's because it's, beyond to, to replace like the the because the panels I had on there they, they were the ones like you could you could see out but people couldn't see in. Except if it was at night with the lights on, then they could see straight in, which was weird. But that's and it's kind of expensive to replace. So. Texture says doing the nine 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 challenge at the game would cost two hundred dollars easy. Oh yeah, we've we've already said you know yeah, you're I mean, looking at minimum one fifty on just beers and hot dogs. That's not taking into account tickets and parking and all that. that and, good and, stuff. and 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 uh, and how much you got to pay when you get after you get locked up to get that too. Yeah, parole or whatever. Texas, the most effective method is either shotgun a beer at the beginning of every inning. Oh, God. Or at the end of every inning, you're forced to chug what's left in the cup. That way you keep up. I do kind of feel I, – I feel like – We were talking about drinking nine beers in three hours. I feel like beer pong rules should apply here. You know, you have the thing where when, you know, if, it, if it's your cup that the guy the other team makes and you have to drink it, you have to finish that cup before you shoot. Like It's kind of the same thing here. You have to finish the beer that you're on pace for – before that inning. Like, you don't want to be two beers in on inning eight and then just no. have to be slugging seven in the last. I, I feel like you need to, if it's inning three, you need to have consumed beer three before we get to the top of the fourth. I mean, again, we're talking also you're drinking nine beers in three hours probably. It's a lot. That's a good buzz. That's that's me hitting on strangers randomly buzz. <laughs> like, I I don't know, like, you know, everybody has, like, this their corks when they get drunk. You guys talking about Brad and Chucky? <laughs> Brad and Chucky, it's. Best pickup line out there. Yeah, that was a, what's that from? Was a friend of mine just had had that happen to him. Where he's like, he's like, his, he's like, I was really drunk one time, and like, I just turned around to these girls, and I was just like, Are you guys talking about Brad or Chucky? That's and he goes, He goes, This girl who I have the utmost respect for now in hindsight just goes, Is that like your line or something? That's a good line. Though. I like that. And he was like, I just turned back around and started talking to my friends again. I might use that one day. You guys talking about Brad or Chucky? <laughs> like, for example, I, I told you I don't drink. Screwdrivers anymore. Okay. Uh, because I had it at a party, a work party in, in down in Bowling Green, and uh, aside from apparently pulling out the cable wire of someone's TV and waking up at the bar, one of our bartenders in bed the next morning, you told the story last week. Yeah, at least I, that part of it. Yeah, I, I also apparently made some very uh, no no don't descriptive things that I could and like to do. To some people, and I, I was like, "This is why I don't drink hard liquor anymore." By the way, is that how you flirt? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I like to do to you? I don't think that's flirting. I think that's just. I harassment. mean, no, no, that's. Oh no, it was probably a, a very on the fence of, of uh, of sexual harassment and uh, and flirting, depending on on your attitude. So you're just like going down the line, like, and you, and she's like, please God, no, just 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 move on. I don't want to hear this. <laughs> That sounds terrible. I mean, I just walked up and I was like, I'm going to call you KFC because your finger looking good. And you should never drink. <laughs> yeah. That's very creepy. I mean, some people get like angry drunk. I get very happy, very flirty drunk. I'm a very I love you drunk. I am like, that's not the only time because I'm not a big hugger really. Like, being around Renshaw can be very weird because he likes to hug and like, I'm not a very like, I'm more kind of like, let's, let's, let's keep our own space over here, you know? The first time, like growing up, I don't think I knew, like you know, I, I didn't know about much about like what happens when you get drunk, like when I started drinking, and like I didn't know the thing. So like 
you know, I, the first few times I drank, it was always just like small settings, like with just like friends and whatever. One of the first times where I was like really drunk at a party, I think it was my junior year of high school. And I remember I was like just talking, I was like, I was like talking about telling everybody there how much I love them. And I was like, it was like friends, girlfriends that I met like once sometimes. Yeah. Like, I, like, I don't even know you that much, but you're awesome. And like, somebody's like, damn, they're like, they're like, Mike's a big, I love you drunk. And I was like, I don't even know what that means, but I love you. You're a make a big plans drunk too, aren't you? With strangers. No, I'm not. Well, <laughs> yeah. Come on. I think the last time I got I drunk. I entertained I, big plans. I think me and our friends all made plans to go see uh, like Wu-Tang at Red Rock. Like then the weekend next week. I don't so. think I was ever that guy. I, we, I did have friends that would always do that. And I feel like I'd always like entertain them. I was just more about like just like getting sentimental. Like I, let's have a heart to heart. Let's talk like the things we can't say when we're not fifteen beers deep. Let's get them out now. Like that was very much me back in the drinking days. I mean, you know, they said alcohol it just brings out the truth, which know. I think is fake because I've said some stuff that I just absolutely do not mean at all when I've been drunk before. <laughs> I've been, yeah. I mean, I don't remember saying about drunk man's so. words or a sober man's thoughts. I think that's total BS. Like, like every, some parts of it, sure, but there are some times where I wake up and I'm like, I did, I, I don't even like that person. I, I mean, I don't, like, I don't mean that at all. <laughs> I hate that guy. What was I talking about? I mean, it's, it's a fine line between like that and like just being liquid courage to say something maybe you would. I was there was a period in my life where I was big liquid courage, and it was it was not good for me because I don't I don't I don't need to have that much courage. <laughs> yeah. It, it didn't work out sometimes great for the lion, did it? No. There's a limit. There should be a limit. Texas, Mike, the wood on your deck died a long time ago. Good times. <laughs> you have to, like, get it, like, so it's like a big wood. So you have to, like, uh, spray it down and stuff. and You seal it and, you know, the, the paint chips every now and then. Like, we, like, I've. Oh, that would suck, yeah. I painted it one time. So it was the, it was the time period where we had the, the six months off after when we were going from 93.9 to 7.90. And it was like, you know, let's. Get some home reno stuff done, and so I was like, "I'll paint the whole deck." It was kind of falling apart a little bit, and it was an absolute bear. It was just not fun. I was like, "This is," I was like, "I'd rather be working. This is not fun at all. This sucks." <laughs> and so the last time we got it, we, we changed we changed it to the color of the deck to, to match the fence we have. So we hired some people to do it, and but like every time you know they find the you have a privacy fence, don't you? We do. Figured as much, yeah. Yeah, we, we but like every time you know, you have to find the pieces that are rotting and you know, replace those, and it's just it's a lot of just upkeep. And then Annoying. you've got yeah, you, animals get underneath there sometimes, and you're like, yeah, I almost would rather have a, a back porch. Texture says you have to do the nine 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 on Thirsty Thursday at Bats games with two dollar beers. That's a good way to do it if you're gonna. Yeah, do but you can't. You'd have to. But, but the problem is, is they stopped doing the Thirsty Thursday like the third inning, right? I don't think it's that early. It's 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 before like the sixth or fifth. I think I it is. I think it used to always be before the seventh, because uh, we used to go like when I was my last couple years of college and then my first few years after college. We always went to Thirsty Thursday back before like we were really having big jobs or jobs that mattered. Uh, not that I'm, it's like I say I say we isn't everybody but me now because I still am doing this stuff, uh, which is is fine. But we could I could get away with going to Thirsty Thursday if we weren't doing the show. But we would always, you know, you, hot dogs were cheap too, right? Hot dogs were cheap, but you'd always you would grab two beers because that was the limit, and then you would just go to the back of the line, and that was it because the line was yeah. so long, it was so packed, and you would just chug those two beers, and then get up and you get two more. And I, I had some very, very, very drunk thirsty Thursdays, but those were great times. <laughs> Imagine doing the damn for nine and walk up to the counter, and be like, I know I can't, I can't get at least two beers and nine hot dogs. I mean, you are I don't think I could do a three for three and nine, <laughs> three three nine. I don't think I could do three beers, three hot dogs in nine innings anymore. I mean, it's bad enough to you don't buy two beers at once. Texture says you never paint or stain a deck or fence. You let it age naturally and replace/slash wash as needed. Well, we sounds like sounds like talking about me. 
we uh, we've done it once because we got the deck put in and like the natural color just it faded badly and it needed to, it needed to be stained and painted so we did it once we have not had it redone since then also don't they stop selling beer in the 7th inning yeah so you'd have to you'd have to buy your like your last two beers by this Oh yeah, if you're doing it at the game. Yeah, you sure. have, yeah, you'd have to time. I just thought I just don't know why it just popped in my head. I didn't think about that. Texas, is it a really long deck or just an average size deck? Do your neighbors get on your deck? <laughs> it's an average deck. We do have neighbors over. They love getting on the deck. Now, is, is, it, is, it, is it straightforward? Or is it, does the deck lean to the right or left? Slightly to the right. Slightly to the right. When, yeah. when the weather's a certain way. <laughs> Only then. Did you notice by seeing thing saying the wire was gone today? I did notice that the wire yeah. was gone. So Friday I ordered, like I didn't have, I had a little bit of a window between, like now and and and, and the game, but I didn't went enough to like I want to chance it because I don't trust both the quickness of the the work ethic of the fast food people of Southern Indiana or the the driving ability. Unnecessary shot. Yeah, well, no, 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 both it, true. No, very necessary. Trust me. Uh, so I, I, I still ordered something, but with that wire down, I was kind of like, I mean, honestly, like, we, we discussed this on the show. Like if, if it was one of us pulling up, I'd be like, screw that. You know, I'm not, I'm not going, I'm not, you know. Right. It's a, it, it, yeah, it's, you, you don't know that it's safe. So I did order DoorDash and I had to walk down the street to the stop sign and meet him. It was just like. <laughs> I want to talk more about this. We got to take a break and we come back because I was very curious. How do you about not this. lead with that, Trevor? Yeah, I, I was very curious about this when we left on Friday. I want to talk more about this. I also have a, this is my favorite kind of list, a list that's going to make, it kind of makes me mad. I know it's going to make you mad. We'll talk about that after the break and we'll look ahead to the, the 4th of July that will be tomorrow. All that coming your way here on 1450 and 961. It's the Big X. They're coming to America. Never look Talking about the '90s, didn't it? Oh yeah. This video has every '90s video trope ever. I sort of the shirtless, like old man, like for no reason, showing up. It's so funny, you know, stuff like this. We talk about on the show, like things from the past, like you know, just topics or whatever. They, they come around, like all of a sudden, like you'll hear three or four things about somebody or some movie or some show that you haven't thought about in ages. Last night, my best friend, he's up at his family's, his in-laws' lake house in Michigan. And they're listening to. He's like, this, he's like, remember this song? And it was the song from by Martina McBride called "This One's for the Girls." That my sophomore year in college, he played constantly, and I hated it so much. And we would like, we would like have like like fights about like me crawling to his computer to try to slam like shut his iTunes so he couldn't play "This One's for the Girls." And I was like, I was like, I I had completely forgotten that song. I hated it so much. I hate you for sending it to me. And now we have Martina McBride on the show here. Like I know, I know the name Martina McBride. Like, what is her most famous song though? Like, I, maybe that one. Spot go Spotify. Then why do I? Yeah, we you Spotify this one because 
Like I know I'm not a big country. Like, I didn't know. I don't know my '90s country. Like I know names of people, but I couldn't tell you songs they sang. But, Independence Day is number one, and this one's for the girls is number two. I, I, I never heard of either song, but yeah, I knew who she was. Cause isn't she married to somebody? Is that maybe why I knew her? I have no idea. I just remember her from like early nineties. I mean, I know she's attractive, but I mean that's just like I mean she's in music. That's kind of goes hand in hand, right? Are you thinking of Faith Hill who's married to Tim McGraw? I mean, I knew and I know Faith Hill's got uh, David feels good feels good to be a woman or something in that Faith Hill. That's Shania Twain. That's Shania Twain. Okay. Now Faith Hill is the uh, breathe song, right? Just I can feel you breathe. breathe. Yeah. Okay. I do know that one. Yeah. Uh, she is not, I guess, no, she's married, well, to John McBride. <laughs> not just a clever last name. I mean, well, I mean, in fairness, how often do you see a celebrity that's married to somebody who has their last name? That's a good I point. Mean, I mean, it looks like they got married before they did. They, like, she got famous. She, they, which is says, impressive. Says they married in 88, and says she, I guess her first album came out that same year, roughly in 88. It says time active, years active, but. Looks like it wasn't until 92 that she got big. And it, it's, I guess according to this, she's still with them. And that's, that right there is an accomplishment. It's impressive. There was a, a thread on, on Twitter a few years ago. It was after, actually, John Mulaney and his wife split. And, and they were like, help me out. Like, who are the celebrities who were married to just, you know, a Joe Blow? Like, a, a random, normal person got really famous and then stayed with that person throughout their fame. And people could only come up with two people. I don't even know if I can think of one. Dolly Parton, like, married her. She's been married to the same person for, like, a billion years. Is she okay? They got married before she got really famous. And then Roger Federer, he married, uh, like, a, a kind of a, he met a girl. She played tennis for her country, but she wasn't that good. Like, they fell in love, and he's been married to her ever since. Um, like, I mean, Loretta Lynn stayed with her husband, and he beat her. Well, okay, Trevor. Well, she beat him back. She said, she ever seen those interviews? She said he think he threw I threw back twice as hard. Well, but I mean, he, now he's passed, but they stayed together through her. They got married before. I'm going by Cole Miner's daughter, obviously. Was he like a normal guy? Yeah, he was. Yeah, you know, he just ran moonshine in Kentucky. His name? Well, he's dead. He's been dead since. Yeah, the 90s. He, no, I know he's died, and she's. Wait a minute, she's still alive or not? I think she's dead. Did she pass? It was just recently, right? Yes. I know. Wait, it was like it was like a few months ago. Is she? Are you confirming this, or are you still guessing? I'm pretty. I'm pretty confident she died like a few few months ago. Okay. Uh, I think we talked about it at the OG studio. That makes sense. But yeah, that's uh, they stay together. She died. Yeah, last October. Um, to, we have the same birthday. Me and that guy, August twenty seventh. You and Dewey. Oliver Lynn. Yeah. 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 Great. Uh, great. Uh, what's his name uh, from Tommy Lee Jones' character? Right. Right. Was probably maybe right there with. Uh, under Siege is my two favorite until you brought me um, uh, Lonesome Dove, yeah, yeah, which I still need to watch Band of Brothers because you were loving on that one. This is a good week. You should watch it tomorrow. I still got I still got, I still got. to watch season. I'm going to watch season two of The Bear. I swear I am. Because I, I think it's only eight episodes, too, or is it ten? There's only, one of them is shorter than the other. Are you ready for the list that's going to make you mad? Do you really want to make me mad right now? Actually, uh, real quickly, I, I do want to get the story on... So we had a huge power line down in front of the station. Yes. The last, uh, basically since the storms, like all last week. Power and phone line. It's yeah. a phone line, but you, you can't tell. We had trees down. Yeah. There's this huge line hanging down low. And we realized it was, a, you, you confirmed with the power people that it was a, power, a phone line. So it's not going to hurt us. So we've just been driving underneath it, letting it hit our cars. But you were here on Friday wanting yeah. to get dinner before you did the bats game. And so you were like, I want to do DoorDash. I don't want to. I don't have to have time to risk it for the fast food here. I didn't know in thirty minute window. But like, you know, how do you tell? You know, the I put a picture out of the, the down power line last Monday for the show, 
And it is, if you don't know it's safe, it's very daunting. Like, I, yeah. I would not drive under it. I would not walk under it. And you're like, what do I tell the DoorDash guy? Do I tell him, like, line is safe in the special instructions? Or do I tell him I'll meet him somewhere? So you chose to go meet him down at the stop sign. Yeah, uh, her. Um, even worse. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so sorry. It was just, it was, uh, yeah, I mean, what can I say? I really wanted a meatball sub from Subway. Especially pulling down this street. <laughs> if you hear somebody who's like, I'm going to meet you at the stop sign of this street, I, I, I would be... I'd be concerned, but props to her for for not feeling the fear, for following through with the order, also and making I mean, sure you were well fed to, okay. to call the Louisville Bats game. Here's also the thing: like, I didn't like I didn't send him any like like notifications, say anything. So I was so I'm watching him because you know you can follow him like on you know the GPS. So I'm like I'm following on the tracker, and uh, it's a I, creepy I, Trevor Day. <laughs> so I follow him on the tracker, and I see him pull in. So that's when I start, like, you know, walking down. I'm like, oh, there they are. So I start walking down the street. And I'm thinking to myself, like, they've got to be, like, <laughs> somebody, like, is this guy really true? Or is this some dude just taking my food from That's me? what I'm saying. Like, I would be terrified. Like, like even, because <laughs> I've, like, met them out front before, like, just on a coincidence. And they'll be like, uh, you know, are this for you? And I'm like, yeah, you can, you can just leave it right there or whatever. Because she didn't send me a picture. Usually they send a picture. Yeah, they usually do. I was gonna see she's gonna send me a picture of me walking back down the street. Food <laughs> <laughs> delivered successfully. It's like you just trudging beneath that wire. So like when I didn't know Josh uh, was here on the weekend doing the games, and he texted me yesterday and said, uh, "You know, great news. The wire has been lifted." And I was like, "Oh, that's awesome!" Because I was like, "I need to get food on Monday," and I don't know if I really want to walk down the street again to get food. <laughs> so the problem has been solved. Problem has been solved, good. and uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna order. Should you? Can I let you? Can you talk me out of this? Maybe I don't know. Like I was gonna get, I was just gonna get Panda, Panda Express. It's Fourth of July, man. It's an American Panda Express. Oh, thinking of grilled chicken teriyaki. Like, what would be American though? Like, get Nathan's. Yeah, burgers, hot dogs, fries. Not really. Oh, American. they're closed. Panda Express is closed. No, Nathan's. Oh well. Panda Express is fine. I'm not. Uh, I, it's I unavailable at the moment. Do. You're fine. <laughs> Thank you, Mister. Wow, you really love this country. Well, yeah. <laughs> a big fight for it there. We're okay. It's okay. We're gonna be fine. The economy's gonna be able to take this hit. Panda Express, although I'm pretty sure is an American company. So. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and it doesn't taste like Chinese food. Trust me. It uh, at least not good Chinese food. Now, I didn't want you to talk me out because of like the old America China thing. I, I was just talking me out of it because. It's Panda Express. I mean, like, I don't know. Like, I can't talk you out of anything. I never had Panda Express until like a like year or so ago when they finally came to Louisville. I guess some people had, were familiar with it from, I guess, in Lexington or something. But And the first time I went there, first couple times, I was like, this is good. And then by like the third time, I'm like, ah, man, this is, this is like the lowest de- denominator of like Chinese food possible. Um. Quick update here for baseball fans. Again, we have we have Louisville Bats baseball coming your way here at 635, yep. 705 first pitch. But if you're looking forward to the Reds-Nationals game, which was set to start at 605, the game will reportedly now via Mark Sheldon, the Reds beat writer, not begin on time. Rain is in the area, uh-huh. so the 999 boys, you're going to have to get a little more time to get your, your game plans in order, to get your, your weaponry assembled, and to get ready to do this thing. But the game will not start at 605, according to... To Mark Sheldon. I mean, if you're in the banana phone segment, I mean, can you still drink your beers? That counts under the record nine nine nine. I think for, you can't start till first pitch. Okay. 
That's the way it's good. What if it what if there's a rain delay after the first pitch? Is, does it continue? Yeah, it's a little bit of a loophole. But I mean, I we're, can, we're already doing it. We're doing it at home as is. I mean, I think loophole is our middle name at this point. I mean, nine beers and nine hot dogs over like three hours and forty five minutes, as opposed to two hours and forty five minutes. It's still going to be. It's it's going to get the job done. So daunting, yeah. Yeah, and, and in a normal year, besides you know before the rule changes, that would be about the the same time as an actual game. So. There's that. All right. Let's get to this list. It's going to make you mad. So last week, Thanks, man. I think it was Brandon Marcello of 24-7 Sports. He unveiled this formula that he had for ranking all of the coaches in college football for this upcoming season, and he turned some heads by having Jeff Brom at number 10. It was a, you know, not a, yeah. a real wonky list. It had all the usual suspects in the top 10 besides Jeff being there at number 10. Today, a, uh, a CBS writer, Will Backus, has ranked the top all the coaches, the, the 14 coaches in the ACC. Where do you think he has Jeff Brom? Just the ACC only? Just the ACC. Um, I mean, he's not going to have him above, above Dabo, probably. Um, he'll probably have him behind your boy Florida State, which is ridiculous because it's dude's overrated as can be. I'm going to say he's got him at fourth. Seven. Seven. Got him down there. Top ten coach in the sport. Number well, who, seven who coach in this? the worst power conference football uh, league. Will Backus of CBS. More like Will Jackass. Oh. <laughs> I can help it. That was good, right? Go on. <laughs> Starting from the bottom at number 14, he's got Drake. Brett, <laughs> he's got Brett Pry from Virginia Tech, which I'll hand up here. If you had told me name Virginia Tech's coach, I don't, I'm not sure if I could have done it off the top of my head. Well, the Beamer. Oh, the, the Beamer. No, Beamer's, Beamer's been gone. <laughs> no, who's didn't they have a, no the other Beamers in South Carolina? Who was the coach that was? It was the, it was Norvell, wasn't it or? Was it the guy from Memphis? Yes. Or is that the guy? Or is that the one that's at Florida State? No, the, Mike Norvell is at Florida State. Okay. Justin Fuente, though, Fuentes. was at Virginia Tech. That's what it was. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Fuente. And he, and he was from Memphis, right? He was from Memphis. Okay, yeah. that's what. Okay, that's right. He is no longer there. No, at <laughs> either school. No. <laughs> Had a rough go of it at VT from he, 2016 to 2021. He did. Yeah, yeah. He was. So, Brent Pry is number 14. Number 13 is Virginia's Tony Elliott, who had a rough start last year. That's an understatement. Uh, number 12, Brett Key, the new coach at Georgia Tech, who had a good kind of interim run last season. Yeah, he did, actually, yeah. Got, Num- got him his job. Number 11, Jeff Halfley, who had a lot of hype behind his name before a, a disappointing season last year, is number 11. Where is he at? Boston College. Oh, okay. Number 10, Dino Babers at Syracuse. <laughs> That's the guy who barely has his job right out of anybody. I mean, I would have him at 13. I mean, seriously. I mean, I guess maybe you can't put him above someone who hasn't coached yet, but... You can. I think he, I mean... Number nine, Mike Elko at Duke, who was, I mean... I'm a little surprised he's not higher up. I am, the, too. Yeah, I mean, the, the guy was coach of the year in the conference last season, and a lot of people think that they could be the fourth or fifth best team in the league this year. That's I mean, a little bit low. that's who kind of I was borderline having... I would thought Brom would be four or five around him. If you had told me before we started doing this countdown that, that Brom is seven, I would have had Elko as one of the guys that I would have guessed would have been above him. My, my four have been, were, were Norvell, Sweet, um, Dabo, and uh, um, North Carolina, and then I was going to say Duke. Number eight, Mario Cristobal at, at Miami. He was third last year in these rankings, which seems still enough to drop him a little bit more. Yeah. Number seven, Jeff Brom. And I if mean, you're looking at Bacchus's overall rankings, he's got him at number 33 overall in the country. 33 overall, seventh in the ACC. Okay. He says this. 
Brom is the ACC's only brand new coach, not returning interims, from the, for this year. He returns to his alma mater after an underrated stint at Purdue, where he led the Boilermakers to the 2022 Big Ten Championship game, emerging as the benefactor of a messy Big Ten West. In his last two years as Purdue's coach, Brom posted a 17-9 record uh, with a more impressive 12-6 showing in Big Ten play. Though Louisville did not have to fire a coach to get Brom home, it seems as if the Cardinals upgraded. Still has him at seven in the ACC. I mean, who we mentioned these two? I mean, the, the the five that were four that we talked about plus number six. He's got Pat Narduzzi from Pitt. Pitt yeah, I was gonna say Pitt still up there. Oh my! It's, yeah. Number five, Dave Dorn at NC State, which seems kind of ridiculous to me to have him at five. But I mean, yeah, I agree. I mean, I can you know, I Pat Narduzzi. You can argue, I guess. I mean, you could Dorn. I think is a, is a tough. You know, they're on the cusp of a breakthrough. They're always on the cusp of a breakthrough, and they never break through. And they've been on the cusp since the guy before him, the, the the one that was the Florida State assistant for every year. He was always on the cusp too, wasn't he? They're always on the cusp. The Mickey something or what was his name? Yeah, I mean, even back in like the Chuck Amato days, Wimple or something. Couple big wins. Was. They just they never they're never going to win more than nine games no. in the regular season. That's who they are. Number four, he's got Mac Brown. Chuck Amato was the guy I was thinking of. Yeah, who I think I think that that's, you could argue against that. Three, Mike Norvell. I mean, don't get me started. Norvell should be like eighth. I I. I I don't understand. I just, I just cannot either. I'm going to have a lot of lot of crow on my face at the end of this year, or I'm going to tell a lot of people I told you so about Florida State. And I feel like it's going to be the latter. I mean, he was nine in these rankings a year ago, and just based on last season, they jump him up to 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 three. It seems like a lot of faith being put in, into one season. But yeah, I mean, I know they had the nice, but this guy kind of got hot dead and beat teams that are. Sucked. I mean, they, you know, they they were terrible two years ago. They also, Jacksonville State. They had a bunch of kids leave. Like, I, I don't I mean. Again, if he does it this year, that's fine. But I, I need to see more than just one season where you win ten games at Florida State, where you should always win nine or ten games to really buy into him being like the next big thing in the. I ACC. mean, I guess they pulled off the Florida and Oklahoma and LSU right there. They had a great year. I mean, that was their three wins. Yeah, I mean, but then they lost to Wake Forest, Cincy State, Clemson. I mean, and then they beat up the the rest of the scrubs that are the the ACC. Trust me, I know we were one of them. We should have beaten them. Yeah, I mean, a lot of teams should have beaten them. Looking for State's record last year, the exception of Miami and Syracuse, everyone was close games. It looks like for the most part. Well, they always, I mean, Miami. I feel like they always thump them. We should have uh, beaten them. Yeah, we had them beaten. That one still stinks. Um, number two, Dave Clawson at Wake. <laughs> and number one, Dabo. Whatever. I mean, Dabo. That was been fun. Has Dabo been number one for like what eight years in a row or something? Has to have been. Yeah. I mean, I can't think of, yeah, he's probably been up there, as, you know. Clawson at two. I mean, let, let's see what they do this year. Come on. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of in with Florida State, though, I guess. We beat them by a million points last year. We should have beaten Florida State. People are really reacting to the your crow on my face. <laughs> <laughs> Which I guess I just glossed over. <laughs> a lot of, I'm well, be eat, well, well, what do you think? You're eating crow. You're gonna get crow on your face. Crow all over my face. I think. I think egg on my face is the is no, the term. No, no, no. And then eating no. crow is the other one. I think who who gets egg? At literally, I come on. Like, I like to combine idioms, which is fine. It just it, it just I feel like it always happens. The other thing would be like the uh, corn on my face because I had corn on the. <laughs> Hold on. Anytime what? I make corn on the cob, I know this is gonna sound unusual for me. I like corn on the cob. It's I know it's like saying a blind man watching a movie, but like I just I I, I enjoy it. And when I do it, though, I mean, like, I get, like, my face is just covered in, like, it's the most, 
is the sloppiest like experience you'll watch. That old Chris Kattan character eating the apple. Remember that like from SNL where he was just like vaguely. Oh, like I'm. I mean, I'm one. I've got like you know, I've got the co- the cob holders. I bought like a nice set of them, and like I'm just I'm the guy's like you know I, like like all the way across. And as I'm doing, we really it, need the YouTube cameras. For I know. And as I'm doing, I'm getting like corn like ricocheting on my face, on my chest. It's going. Everywhere. Dogs are going nuts. I mean, it's 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 an adventure in its own way. It's a very roundabout way to defend you saying crow on my face. Well, I'm just saying, if you're eating crow, you're bound to get some crow on your face. Depends on how messy of an eater you are. I am a messy eater. Um, all right. So, <laughs> so that was the list. Are you properly enraged now going into Fourth of July? Uh, not as much because I, I feel like at this point I've gone numb to the just what I what I feel like is just over exaggerating the success that it will be Florida State and probably. Maybe even Mac Brown at North Carolina as well this year. I'm kind of comforted by an average prom ranking. I feel like there was it was a little too much heat. We were, you know, a lot of That's times true. when you get to this point in the off season, people are inventing new like sexy storylines, new sexy ways to get clicks because we've been talking about college football for like five months already, and so it starts becoming like, hey, you know, I think Colorado State could actually win the national title this year just to try, you know, something that hasn't been said before. And I felt like we were getting a we're, we're an easy target to generate a lot of attraction for that. Like, you know Clemson, you know Florida State, but let's look at Louisville's schedule and let's look at Jeff Brom. And it was almost refreshing to get more of a, like, uh, let's calm it down a little bit, ranking. I feel like we were getting too much love. No, I, 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 that actually makes, one, makes great sense. All right, let's go to the text line. we got about uh, six minutes here before we get out of here. 502-414-1450 is the Thornton's text line. Texture says, Trevor, nonverbal communication is a thing in TV shows, too. I mean, I'm not, like, I look down at the screen. I've got it technically kind of in front of me as well. I mean, the TV in front of me and the TV. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm looking down. I've said if a show's really good, it'll make me lose my game. Texas says, Trevor, as an alternative, you could just learn Korean instead of reading the subtitles. I tried to learn Japanese once when I, was, when, I was, got, when I first started getting into the Japanese wrestling. How'd that go for you? Yeah, it did not real well. No. <laughs> not good at all. <laughs> Texas says, "How many? So Texas, so Trevor's definitely a creep. How many drinks has Trevor had thrown in his face lifetime? If it's less than ten, it's not enough. Oh no, it's zero. You've never had a drink. I've in your never face. had a drink. As creepy as I can be, for some reason, even like like that party where I, I remember waking up the next day and thinking like I'm gonna get fired probably for like harassing <laughs> like every girl here and." And like waking up next to Jessica, I I don't know what's going to, and like next day I remember seeing like one of the girls like I don't know, I say her name is Jennifer, but I was like, I was like, did I? I was like, she's like, oh, it's okay, it was cute, like cute enough like to make it happen, but like not barely that cute. Like I don't know, I guess I, I'm 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 not as a threat, so I'm like they just find it adorable when I just say like like very perverted stuff to them. You're like in in um. In Ted Lasso, where Nate's like, I kissed her. Like, and, and then he's like, Roy Kent's like, oh, it's, that's fine. it's fine. Don't worry about it, buddy. <laughs> yeah. but he, wants to, he wants to, like, kill Jamie Tart. <laughs> yeah, this is what we're talking to. I am. I'm Nate. I forgive I you. Mean, I am kind of that. Yeah, it's like I say all the creepy stuff. They're just like, oh, there's no chance he'll ever get to do that with me anyway. So, you know. <laughs> no, like, no you harm, should be livid at me. No harm, no foul. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> Texture says um, a lot of people were bringing up the the 
celebrities who were married to somebody before they got really famous and then stayed with them. And multiple people now have mentioned LeBron, who's been with his wife for 20-plus years and, and started dating her in high school. Well, I didn't know that. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. LeBron, I, I mean, for whatever you think about him, and I do think the he definitely has crybaby stuff during games. Yeah, I'm not a LeBron fan. Yeah. He does stuff like that. But whatever you say about him, like you have to admire the fact that this kid was basically anointed as the next big thing when he was 15, 16 yeah. years old, mm-hmm. and he has lived up to that hype. I mean, you know, if you play some below Jordan or whatever, there's no argument that he's one of the best basketball players of all time. Not which was the generation. Yeah. yeah, which was the standard when from the point where he was like able to drive a car, and you've never he's never gotten into gigantic trouble. There's never been rumors about stuff that he's done off the court that would you know embarrass him or embarrass his overall standing. Like he's he, there's a lot to really respect about what he's been able to do for the last. I mean, two decades plus. Do you believe it that somebody can be that like innocent and goody goody though? Like, is it just you think he just hasn't been caught? Are you asking if I think that LeBron's cheated on his wife ever? Yeah. My answer. I mean, yeah, I probably has. I mean, I mean, I, she's probably. It might be an open. I'd like to think now. not, but yeah. I, I mean, I'm just guessing based on the law of averages that it's probably happened before. But I don't know. Maybe he just is that good of a dude. He, he might be. Texas, I've never used DoorDash, but I'm guessing there's some sort of rating system for users like Uber or Airbnb. I'm curious what Trevor's rating and comments are or what they would be. He answers the door in his underwear. No. no, uh, ra- You can rate the dashes. I don't think you get rated. I don't get rated, and I don't actually answer the door. I purposely wait from the drive off, then I get the food. Oh, yeah, man. That, I mean, I'm that weird guy. Yeah, I'm just like, I'm just going to wait. I mean, I do that, too. And I, I just, mean, I'm sitting there literally sitting in the living room and, like, watching them sit in their car out in front. I'm like, go away, go away, go away, go away. I don't want to interact with you. I discovered Uber ratings on a bachelor party one time. We all were looking at ours. And I was like, oh, I didn't know there was a thing. Like, everyone had, like, oh, four nine. Like, oh, I'm a five, I'm a five. I was like a four two something. I was like, I was like I've only used this, like, five times. The only thing I could think of was there was one time where we had to cancel. I have to be a zero. I've, I've called one Uber, and I cussed him out as they drove away. Oh, that's right. It was at the station, too. Yeah. I was like, you better go to this church because you're going to hell. Texas says, Trev, so pissed. you liking corn on the cob is not surprising at all. No, it's surprising because I don't have two front teeth. <laughs> that's, why it's so be- that's why it's funny that I love corn on the cob. Texas says, better than being squalled in the face. <laughs> so, yeah, I was, I, was, I, I, was, I was scarfing down corn on the cob and, and burnt wieners. Texas says, why would he cheat on his wife? She is, as the kids say, a baddie. I'm so sorry. She's attractive. But, I mean, you know, um, there's a lot these of people with unlimited, you know, they're on the road all the time. They have unlimited options. I think even people with very attractive wives, I guess, would get distracted. I don't know. I mean, maybe he didn't, but I mean, it's just awesome. guessing it's, yes. you got to remember, you got some, God knows, I mean, I'm sure she's attractive, but a lot of attractive women probably throwing, throwing themselves at LeBron on a regular basis. Yeah. You know, as a great Chris Rock once said, sometimes a man's only faithful is his options. Texas, I just finished mowing, and I've already strayed from my motto because I picked up the dog poop beforehand. No, why? That's pointless. That's just pointless just changing the oil on a rent-a-car. Like, why would you do that? Come on. <laughs> just, there's no, I don't, there's just, that, that means makes no sense. All right, it, it is a 4th of July. We're off tomorrow. We've got Louisville Bats baseball coming your Yeah, right baby, no show tomorrow. The Reds-Guardians are delayed, but we can pick this game. Uh, TJ Friedel will be up when they start. Jake Irvin versus uh, Luke Weaver. The Guardians are a slight favorite in this game. Luke Weaver just pitch? Well, every fifth day. Who do you got here? Do, do the Reds continue the winning streak? I guess we'll make it two after taking. Do they continue the series winning streak? By winning the streak and starting it off on a right note tonight against the Guardians. Against the Nationals. Yeah, so he keeps in Gardens. Yeah, uh, sorry. It's all good. Um, 
No, we didn't. We were win the last start though. After we lost like five in a row. No, you know they always win, but he never gets the win because he gives up like nine runs, and the Reds just score like twelve. Like okay, that's, so that's probably that stat where I was like, their he has, thing. Well, I remember I saw that stat like yeah. he had lost in five straight. So you were like, that's impossible. And they, yeah, and they won the yeah. the last game he started was like the 11, 11 10 yeah. game. So he he probably had gone five straight now six straight without a loss. He just hadn't got like you said a win. His ERA is seven, but yeah. like the Reds, all, he's getting mo- more support than any pitcher in Major League Baseball. Oh, it's the same. It's the same treatment Hunter Green's getting on the on the video game Dynasty too. Like he's like, I think he's zero and zero and with like a three something ERA. I just every game I play, I just I he's. No, I can't score enough offense for him. By the, way, by the way, real quick, I didn't read the text before the one. Where he's talking about mowing. He said a friend and I were attending a party. He came over to have one drink before heading out, and he basically has adopted a what would TK do. So he drove instead of walking to this, like, 150-feet party, and now he's breaking the what would TK do motto by not pick, by picking up dog food. All right, and he's mowing his own lawn. Well, that's it, yeah. That's T- TK would find the first, the closest teenager in the neighborhood and give him 20 bucks. Anyways, I had to make that uh, go. Quick. I'm going, uh, the Nationals suck. I'm going Reds. I think the Reds win tonight. I think the Reds win, and Weaver gets a victory, baby. All right, we got Bats baseball coming your way at Weaver. 6.35. The coverage will start here. Keep it locked right here. Bats taking on Indianapolis again, wrapping up their six-game series. Everyone have a fantastic 4th of July tomorrow. We will be back Wednesday at 3 o'clock. Until we see you again, go Cards and go Reds. Freedom.